You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. and the cops. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. A day after George Floyd's funeral, his brother's among the witnesses at a House Judiciary Committee hearing on police reform today. George Floyd's death last month while in Minneapolis police custody has sparked international outcry and calls for changes in police use of force. The hearing also comes days after House Democrats unveiled legislation that would limit police immunity and prohibit chokeholds and some no-knock warrants. Other witnesses at the hearing include the Floyd family's attorney, Benjamin Crump, the chief of the Houston Police Department, and Fox News contributor and former Secret Service agent Dan Bongino. Jared Halpern, Fox News. George Floyd is now buried in Texas after a funeral with speakers including Joe Biden on video. Why in this nation do too many black Americans wake up knowing that they could lose their life in the course of just living their life? Biden and President Trump win two more primaries in Georgia and West Virginia. Both elections delayed over concerns about spreading the coronavirus. Voters in Georgia endured long lines and equipment failures as they showed up to vote in person, despite being urged to vote by mail. Two incumbent Republican governors won their primaries. Governor Jim Justice in West Virginia will face off against Democrat Ben Salango in November. And Governor Doug Burgum in North Dakota, who's favored to defeat Democratic newcomer Shelley Lenz. Republican incumbents Senators Lindsey Graham in South Carolina and Shelley Moore Capito in West Virginia won their primaries. Capito will face Democrat Paula Jean Swearingen this fall. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. The Washington Post just reporting a tentative deal to move the Republican National Convention to Jacksonville, Florida. North Carolina's governor would not guarantee that coronavirus restrictions would be lifted in Charlotte. America's listening to Fox News. America has never been so divided. Now, David Horowitz's Blitz exposes the media war on President Trump and their secret agenda to stop him. Already a number one bestseller, Mark Levin says Blitz is indispensable. Mike Huckabee says you need it for the 2020 election. Blitz is in bookstores or get the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. Or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Get David Horowitz's Blitz today. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you. From helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. President Trump is looking to get back out on the campaign trail with big crowds. He hasn't held a campaign rally since March, but President Trump is planning to restart campaign rallies in the next two weeks, still to be determined where the rallies will take place and what safety measures will be implemented. RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. So there's a lot of things that we can do to make sure this is safe, but people want to get out and rally. They want to get out and start campaigning and being part of this election for this president, and the enthusiasm for him is through the 
roof. The president looking to regain his footing against the presumptive Democratic nominee. A recent Fox News poll shows the president trailing Joe Biden nationally and in critical battleground states. At the White House, John Decker, Fox News. Retired judge is due today to provide arguments for why the Justice Department should not be allowed to drop charges against the former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. John Gleason was designated as friend of the court to make those arguments by the D.C. District Judge in the case Emmett Sullivan. Flynn pleaded guilty twice of lying to the FBI about conversations he had with the former Russian ambassador. Attorney General William Barr last month announced intentions to drop the case. Dismissal needs to be signed off by the judge and he has asked for counter arguments to consider. An NFL star and his new team help out a local high school. Blake High School in Tampa, Florida, lost nearly $11,000 worth of football equipment last month when a fire burned down the shed housing all the gear, leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and one of their new stars to step up. To the Blake High School Yellow Jackets, you're getting a brand new storage unit and new football equipment to replace everything that was lost, courtesy of our foundation and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Foundation. Rob Gronkowski there on Twitter joining up with the Bucks through his foundation, giving Blake High School a replacement shed as well to house all the new equipment they're receiving. By the way, an arrest was made in connection to the fire. That's Fox's Matt Napolitano, and I'm Chris Foster. Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Right now, 80 degrees. Here at Cape Hill, I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields plans to file police reform legislation in response to George Floyd's death. However, the current special session is limited to specific legislation that was outlined before Floyd's death. But he has filed a resolution to create a 15-member task force to study police practices. To actually look at some of these very serious issues so that we can do a better job in terms of police and the police, so to speak. Now, as for legislation for police reform, Fields encourages police departments to act now before his bill is introduced in the possible special session for the fall or the 2021 regular session. He would like to see policies that include a duty to intervene among officers. Given officers the absolute obligation to intervene when they see another officer either violate the law or procedures. Now Field says his legislation will also call for a statewide ban on the use of chokeholds by law enforcement, psychological testing for both prospective and current officers on a routine basis, and new regulations for body cameras. Officers ought not have the opportunity to turn on and off their camera when they're interfacing with the public. And the department in which they're uh, serving for ought to be able to get that video in real time. Fields also wants to diversify the police officers' standards and training council. Currently, the council does not have any African-American representation. The House Appropriations Committee moving a series of tax relief bills for Louisiana businesses worth millions of dollars. Chairman of the Louisiana Economic Recovery Task Force, Jason DeQuere, says the state owes it to these businesses to lend a helping hand after many were ordered closed or had limited services for months. They were up. They were thriving. They were doing well, and they shut their doors to keep every one of us in here safe. Now, those relief bills took many forms, including a suspension of the franchise tax. 
Revenue Secretary Kimberly Robinson, speaking on behalf of the Edwards administration, says passing and maintaining these tax cuts could unbalance the state budget for years to come. Changing the tax structure that we did put in place to get to stability was not one of the things that we envisioned doing in this special session. Now, the AP reports the tax relief measures could cost the state $130 million over the next five years were they to be passed and maintained. Now, concerns were raised that the state cannot afford tax cuts at a time when we're seeing a substantial decline in revenue. Lafayette Representative Stuart Bishop disagrees. You think the gap of $10.2 million is bad now? Imagine what happens when all these people go out of business and decide to leave. The bills are headed now to the House floor. Governor John Bell Edwards has signed legislation ending the auto insurance patriot penalty where military personnel who were deployed overseas return home to higher auto insurance rates. Anyone who is uninsured for six months or more has to pay a higher rate when they are reinsured. Alexandria Senator Jay Luno says that has hampered the armed forces. They were going overseas, and if, if they didn't go through a lot of hoops, then when they got back there and they restarted their insurance because they were back to drive their vehicle, then they had to pay higher rates. Now, others who drop insurance for six months or more will still be charged at the higher rate. Luno says the legislation does not interfere with any other auto insurance benefits that military members may be receiving. Any discounts that were given to military people otherwise would still be applicable and that they would not be penalized uh, for not having insurance for six months while they were overseas. Now, Luno says this was common sense legislation and bemoaned the fact that other common sense legislative auto insurance fixes were rejected this year. Uh, females are charged more in Louisiana because they're females, and I don't think that's right. Also, uh, widows or widowers are charged more when their spouse dies because supposedly they drive more. LSU professors are now tracking COVID-19 through wastewater in Baton Rouge through a science called sewer epidemiology. Professor of Civil and Environmental Engineering Dr. John Pardue says when people contract the virus, they're constantly shedding virus, including into sewage. The testing can measure the viral load from a sample of an area's pumping station. In Baton Rouge, for example, there's over 500 of these little pumping stations that drain smaller areas of, uh, of neighborhoods. So we can get pretty precise. Now, Pardue says current measurements indicate a drop in the virus, which is in agreement with the testing metrics. We'll be able to monitor into the fall and winter when we're concerned about if there is going to be a, a wave that comes again, then we'll be ready to be able to maybe provide a, an early warning of when that's about to come. Pardue says sewer epidemiology is not a science and can be used to track other metrics in a community as well. What pharmaceuticals people are taking or other indicators in the sewage of other diseases, not only viral diseases, but other things, even illegal drugs, you know, how much, what frequency of people in different areas are, are doing that. Environmental engineering faculty from universities in Houston, Oregon, and Michigan are doing similar testing. It's coming up now on 610 here at KPEL. Well, there's no denying that it's been hot and humid here the last couple of days, stuffy outside in the mornings, but a little bit of relief is on the way in the form of a fast-moving cold front, which is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to the area early on this morning. Should be clearing up by the time most people are heading out the door, and once that 
does make its way through. We've got sunshine by the end of the day today. Temperatures still work their way up to about 91. So we're still hot this afternoon. Winds from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. But that drier air will get into the area, which means we'll be more comfortable overnight tonight. Lows going to settle down to around 65 degrees across the region. Mid to upper 80s expected through the rest of the work week with plenty of sunshine. In fact, a fairly quiet sort of pleasant forecast here, at least for the summertime anyway, through the rest of this week and into the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 80 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Our weather update brought to you by Albertsons. Earn points for gas savings simply by shopping at your local Albertsons. Then you can redeem the rewards at Chevron stations. Restrictions and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to albertsons.com forward slash rewards. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, no traffic crashes and no breakdowns to report to you. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. Traffic brought to you by the T.J. Martell Foundation in the fight against leukemia, cancer, and AIDS. Your support helps save more lives. Go to tjmartel.org to learn more. This hour of Acadiana's Morning News is brought to you by Ladder and Bloom, Louisiana's leading commercial real estate brokerage company. For more, call Ladder and Bloom in Lafayette at 233 <laughs> Oh, gosh. Is it already Wednesday? Salt over the shoulder. You know, some mornings you wake up and you have to make a decision in your life. Do you want the rest of your life to look like Pee Wee's Playhouse or the Louvre? <laughs> you have to decide. Well, it kind of depends. I don't know. They have a talking chair. <laughs> the mailman comes by. I mean, there's options. Yes. Um, Maybe a little stuffy at the Louvre. Hey, hey, by the way. Yes. Um, hey, I just now got this back from our, our good friend, the circus, uh, the circus clown down the hall. Uh-huh. You ready for this on oh, Friday? Uh, okay. Robin Bernie's big downtown <laughs> breakfast show. Live from Handy Stop Market and Cafe in downtown Lafayette. So that's happening in a couple mm. days. I'm so excited. Me too. I um, can't wait to see the store. You know what? I feel bad that I haven't gone there before. So one thing I really love about Handy Stop mm-hmm. is... So, it's handy. Well, it's handy. Um, <laughs> but one thing they did, yeah. uh, because that building has been so many different things. It started, uh-huh. it was built to be a store to start with. Then it became a bank. And then it was oh, some law offices. Several other things have sort of moved in and out. But they kept the floor in the sense that you can see every time someone put a new wall. So when you're walking in there, I mean, you mm-hmm. see places where the you know the studs nice. were drilled in. Right. By the way, I know you'll be happy about this. The vault from said bank that used to be there mm-hmm. is now the chilled wine and nice. beer cooler that you can walk Please in. Please lock me in there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do the show from inside there. Anyway, that's going to be Friday morning from 6 to 9. So do we get to sample any beer? Yeah, I'm sure there are local things that we're going to want to try. Mm, you know, I'm just saying that's all right. You know, if we're going to report the true experience, <laughs> maybe. And you know? so a lot of um, a lot of emphasis was put on the place about reusing some of the stuff that was there. Uh-huh. So all the shelving is built from wood Neat. that was inside the building Neat. before. There's a big wine wall. It yeah. was those um, 
you know those canisters? They're I, they're probably like a thick cardboard, yeah. but they basically put them all over this one wall, and that's where the wine is, which is really cool. Nice. A uh, Friday morning. You Happiness. can join us in downtown Lafayette, and of course, listen to the fun here on air as well. So it's Winging It Wednesday. I can't believe they're actually letting us out of this building. Hey, well, that means we have to be on our best behavior, because you know oh, what well, happened last time? You were at Ardco Equipment. I think that was the last time we were out of this building. Uh Excuse me? Mm, there might have been some things happening Bacon on a 4x4, 2x2, side-by-side, uh-uh. side, whatever you call it. No, I don't think so. You're making me sound like weird, and just I'm saying. sorry. Well, no, you were just hanging off the hood, and I was like, <laughs> Bernie, do, Bernie, we need a weather report. That did not happen. No, that it'll be fun. That did not happen. So we have a lot of cool things on our schedule today. While uh, we were working. Like I said, it is. <laughs> it is Winging It Wednesday. And yes. who is our special lucky Our guest victim today? this morning is Burley Pellerin. Oh, cool. So we'll- You know, I love to talk to him about small business stuff because yeah. he is a small business owner in our area. And I always kind of love to see what is it, what mm-hmm. does you know, this decision or that decision mean and anything else. So for, for people ready. who have businesses, I mean, the, the real people that have to deal with it every day. Exactly. Um, after uh, yesterday, I got, a, I got a text in the afternoon from... Um, our good friend Chad Romero, uh-huh. and it just said, "Holy moly!" But the financial story. Oh, um, and you know, it was just another one where you know the the predictions were were vastly off. You know, and sometimes I think optimism. Well, one thing it's hard to measure because it's fickle. Sure. Okay, yeah, and, and things can turn on a dime mm-hmm. as we have seen. Whether it's something going on socially, what you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and so. Um, I don't think the economists thought people would be comfortable this quick after what we were looking at in March. Right. Um, even though people I was talking to then still said, we think it's going to be back by the end of the year. We think by quarter four, mm-hmm. things will be back to normal. Now folks are looking at their portfolio, and they are awful close right now on June 10th. You know, in the last month, why you the growth panic. we have seen. That's why you can't. Nope. You got to just live your life. That's right. You know? You got to just go on top of that hilltop, pick up your, pick up your cub Mm -hmm. and sing Circle of Life. Okay. It happens. Okay. It's 619 now at Newstock 96.5 KPO. Okay. I'm just saying you're in control of the mic over there. So I'm in kind of a strange mood today. Um, So if you have to flip it off, you can flip it off. You know, you want me to flip you off? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just, you oh, know, like you, this or like this? Like oh, wait, nobody can hear you. Yeah, if you'd like to turn okay, my mic so off. Not this way. Not that way. But I won't do the other one either. You can do it I, either I won't way. turn your mic off. Hey, is um, Burley going to be here? He's going to be on the phone. No, we're going to call him. Okay, so we could do it to him too, and he would never know. <laughs> Perfect. All right, 620 now at Newstock 96.5 K. Someone and ignore them. The, uh, <laughs> or as we like to call it, dinner at Bernie's. The need no. for blood in our area still, uh, big. you know, big issue. And, um, it's a serious issue. I look, mean, we're people, you know, we, we just need people who are young and healthy to go and donate. People are need going back to have surgery. Yep. Rex are still happening. Cancer patients still need Heart platelets. Heart attacks still happen every Heart day. Heart attacks still happen. Gotta NICU babies. I mean, I mean, there's all kinds of different things for so blood products. We're going to talk about that first. Yep. It's coming up right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. You could always stream us live at KPL965.com. For coronavirus updates around the clock and breaking news first, download the KPL News app. It's free in the App Store and Google Play. And when you're there, click the COVID-19 button for the latest coverage from KPL News. All 
right, the need for blood and blood products in Acadiana, it doesn't go away. You couple that with an aging donor base and young people who just don't make it a priority. It's not something for whatever reason. That maybe they just don't they do. know enough about it. Yeah, maybe so. Um, Jared Lewin joins us on the phone um, from Vitalent. And, you know, people can get involved. It's not too late. And uh, you guys are taking all the precautions necessary um, in the face of COVID-19 and that recovery. Yes, yes, we are. We, uh, you know, blood donation has always been a safe thing to do. And even before this, we, you know, by talent has done a lot of uh, standard practices to keep the donor safe. But we have stepped up our game even further. We are trying to uh, abide by social distancing measures. So we're requiring face masks for our donors as well as our staff as well as even uh, encouraging donors to make appointments so we can really uh, handle stratifying, you know, donors in our uh, donor booths and everything like that. So this, you know, whole need happened, you know, when you start to look, the need was already there before. Okay, we were already in a situation in January and February. Um, We always talk to Mitzi around Mardi Gras because people just get busy and they go in different places. Yet you usually have an uptick in accidents, maybe a need for blood, and of course those regular surgeries. So then we get into the time of COVID-19. We have some of the shutdowns happening. We have those non-essential surgeries put on hold. Um, other things, you know, happening in the hospitals where the focus is really just, you know, on COVID-19 patients. And it's not that the blood need goes, goes away, but you have even fewer people donating. So now's the time to really kind of ramp that up and get back into that process and that habit of donating. Correct. You know, blood is always needed year round, every day, every minute, every second, basically. And uh, with the summer months, you know, everybody's been cooped up for the last three or four months now because of the coronavirus, and people are ready to get out. And unfortunately, when people get out, accidents do happen. And with that causes an increased need for blood. You know, since since uh, some of the shutdowns have been let up, we have seen an increase in blood usage by over 25%. Now, couple that with our normal drop in 20% on blood donations about this time, you can already see how that, you know, the dire need for blood right now. So um, I want to give out some information here. Um, and this is from the website vitalent.org, where you can search the Lafayette, Louisiana Donation Center. The hours today right here on Bertrand Drive. If you want to put it in your phone, it's 1503 Bertrand Drive. And today's hours, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can also schedule an appointment. Um, at, you can call this number. Okay, Get that pin handy. 877-258-4825. That's 877-258-4825. Or find more information at bloodhero.com. Gosh, anything you want to leave us with, Jared? We just have to encourage people, especially the younger folks, mm-hmm. to go there and donate it and start to make it a habit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and another thing that uh, my talent is doing now in the midst of the coronavirus, we are testing for coronavirus antibodies. Oh. Um, not, that, not whether or not you actually have the virus, mm-hmm. but we are testing for antibodies. So anybody who is interested, if you complete a successful blood donation, your blood will be tested for that, and you will get those results on your uh, donor profile. Well, that's so that very is a new interesting. service that you know by talent is being able to offer. That's cool. And you yeah. know, there are a lot of people who have who you know are even talking amongst friends, like, "Hey, have you had the antibody test? I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it." What you happened, kind of kill you know? two birds with one stone and and do and this you do while a you're great giving deed back. I know. Or several. Pretty cool. 
Exactly. All right. Jared thank Lewin you, Jared. from Vitalent, thank you so much for your time today. Again, you can find more information at bloodhero.com. Find more information. And right down the street, it's like next yep. door neighbors to the radio station. Yes, indeed. Pretty cool. All right. Bernie's headlines are coming up after a quick break. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. News and views. This is KPL Talk. Hi, y'all. Welcome. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. All points of views are welcome, and your calls drive the conversation. Welcome, everyone, to the Ross Report. Call now at 232-1542. The headphoneless Shannon Wilkinson. Yes, yes, but um, my ears have been getting hot anyway, so. Listen online anytime at kpel965.com. It's your opportunity to be a voice. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. KPL News Time coming up now on 632. Right now, 80 degrees here at KPL. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. Sweden says it's case closed after 34 years of investigations into who killed the country's prime minister. Chief Prosecutor closing an investigation into a notorious murder, the shooting of Prime Minister Olof Palmer in 1986. I feel confident about the uh, findings that we have made. Prosecutor Krista Pettersson naming the main suspect as Stig Engstrom, a man who said he witnessed the attack and who died 20 years ago. I feel confident about our conclusions. But uh, I will not have the possibility to, to present it to a court. The case has been surrounded by conspiracy theories. Investigators say 134 people have claimed to be the killer. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Voters in five states cast primary ballots yesterday with the Democratic Senate primary in Georgia. Too early to call and results not in from Nevada. Fox's Carmen Roberts has results from some of the other races. Former Vice President Joe Biden won the Democratic presidential primaries in West Virginia and Georgia, both elections delayed over concerns about spreading the coronavirus. Voters in Georgia endured long lines and equipment failures as they showed up to vote in person, despite being urged to vote by mail. Two incumbent Republican governors won their primaries. Governor Jim Justice in West Virginia will face off against Democrat Ben Salango in November. And Governor Doug Burgum in North Dakota, who's favored to defeat Democratic newcomer Shelley Lenz. Republican incumbent Senators Lindsey Graham in South Carolina and Shelley Moore Capito in West Virginia won their primaries. Capito will face Democrat Paula Jean Swearingen this fall. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. And in Georgia, candidates have to win more than 50% of the vote to avoid a runoff. And with 92% of the votes counted, Democrat John Ossoff has 49% of the vote. The five states that held primaries are Georgia, West Virginia, Nevada, North Dakota, and South Carolina. Derek Chauvin, the accused killer of George Floyd, was in talks to plead guilty the day before he was arrested. Tom Linden with Fox 9 in Minneapolis has more details for us. Federal and state prosecutors were trying to strike a deal in which Chauvin would plead guilty to a combination of federal civil rights and state murder charges. A spokesperson for the Hennepin County Attorney's Office confirms there were early negotiations with the defendant between the Hennepin County Attorney's Office and the U.S. Attorney. Ultimately, those negotiations failed. How and why the deal fell apart and who walked away is still unclear. That's Fox 9's Tom Linden reporting. 
Attorney General Barr is sounding off after some findings on the Durham probe. This is the investigation into the investigators. Attorney General Barr telling Fox News' Brett Baer in that exclusive interview, expect to recognize some of the names surfacing as a result of U.S. Attorney John Durham's probe into federal surveillance abuses. I've publicly made clear that this does not uh, involve uh, looking at President Obama or, uh, or Vice President Biden. What names we would be familiar with? Some of them. I'm very troubled by, by, by what has been called to my attention so far, but I'm not going to uh, characterize it beyond that. Barr wouldn't name names or give a timeline for releasing the findings, but says that even with the disruption of COVID and the closure of the court system, the Durham team has been aggressively moving forward. The World Health Organization is clarifying comments made about the transmission of coronavirus. Here's Fox's Trey Yanks reporting. After claiming that asymptomatic carriers of COVID-19 aren't likely to spread the disease, the World Health Organization updated their comments yesterday, saying those that aren't displaying symptoms could actually be spreading this disease up to 40% of those people, according to some studies. In the latest in a series of missteps by the World Health Organization, this time by the group's infectious disease epidemiologist, Dr. Maria Van Kerkhoff. She added that there have been a number of misunderstandings about her initial comments and that she was only referring to a set of sub-studies. So police say they have arrested a man in connection with the disappearance of his new wife's children. Those remains of the children reportedly uncovered. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has the story. Investigators found the remains Tuesday after executing a search warrant at the home of Lori Vallow's husband, Chad Daybell, in Salem, Idaho. Now, Vallow's children, 7-year-old J.J. Vallow and 17-year-old Tylee Ryan, have not been seen since September of last year. The couple has repeatedly told authorities they don't know where the kids are. Investigators were seen digging in a field near Daybell's home when they made the grim discovery. 51-year-old Daybell was arrested and booked into the Fremont County Jail on felony charges and is being held without bond as investigators work to identify Identify those remains. Well, the House is going to hold a hearing today on police brutality. Here's Matt Fenn with the story. It will be a combination of virtual and in-person testimony. The police brutality hearing seeks to examine the crisis of racial profiling, police brutality, and lost trust between police departments. The White House is working with Senator Tim Scott to develop a GOP response to the Democrats' police reform bill. Democrats are aiming to bring their police reform package to the House floor in about two weeks that would ban chokeholds and create a national police police misconduct registry, among other reforms. Now, for today's House hearing, Democrats have recommended nine witnesses, Republicans three. Among the expected witnesses, Pastor Daryl Scott, a member of President Trump's transition team, George Floyd's brother, and Benjamin Crump, attorney to the Floyd family. On local headlines, a third person has died from complications of a drowning incident on Grand Isle Sunday. Over the last two weeks, there have been 11 calls for water rescues. A White Appalachia's police officer has been charged with five counts of malfeasance in office for an incident where he allegedly entered a black teen's hospital room and beat him. 49-year-old Tyron Andropont faces five counts of malfeasance in office after a Louisiana State Police investigation. No explanation has been provided as to why Andropont was in the room. The body found Tuesday morning in St. Landry Parish has been identified as 58-year-old Donnie Joseph Jacobs of Sunset. According to Deputy Chief Eddie Thibodeau, an autopsy is going to be conducted and more information will be released at a later time. A 22-year-old man, Marlon Woods, has been arrested and charged with attempted second-degree murder. 
any legal use of a dangerous weapon. There was a shooting last week on Harrison Street. According to Lafayette Police, Woods was apprehended by the Western District of Louisiana's U.S. Marshal Violent Offender Task Force. A person driving by Delta World Tire on Gilbo Road last night noticed smoke coming from the building called 911. Lafayette firefighters got to the scene and found heavy smoke damage in the shop. The storage area and the bathroom were the hardest hit. No injuries to report to you. They say it was an accidental fire with the exhaust fan in one of the bathrooms. It's coming up now on 640. Well, there's no denying that it's been hot and humid here the last couple of days. Stuffy outside in the mornings, but a little bit of relief is on the way in the form of a fast-moving cold front, which is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to the area early on this morning. Should be clearing up by the time most people are heading out the door. And once that does make its way through, we've got sunshine by the end of the day today. Temperatures still work their way up to about 91. We're still hot this afternoon. Winds from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour, but that drier air will get into the area, which means it will be more comfortable overnight tonight. Lows going to settle down to around 65 degrees across the region, mid to upper 80s expected through the rest of the work week with plenty of sunshine. In fact, a fairly quiet sort of pleasant forecast here, at least for the summertime anyway, through the rest of this week and into the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 80 degrees here at KPL Weather, brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's the word HOPE to 83393. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you. Please make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there today. Our traffic update brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people for youth and high school sports. Find out more at positivecoach.org. KPL Topic Train is running right on time. Driven by Bruce Hart Poche, LLP, Certified Public Accountants. I love that. Mm-hmm. I saw that's you. A, that's saw a good version of, of, of Grapevine. Mm-hmm. Both of them that we have in there are both good ones. Yeah. Anyway, this is your KPL Topic Train. Tell me what I need to know, man. Um. Okay, so let's start with some coronavirus insanity. All of it? Okay, go ahead. It's just some different little things, okay? Okay. Um, apparently a hug mm-hmm. is safer than shaking hands. A virologist oh, comes out and says, thank you. The deal is it's when you touch your hands on all these different things, okay, you, you know, do doorknobs, realize. phones, everything. And then you touch your face mm-hmm. that could have the Corona when just getting that close to someone's head mm-hmm. is less, which goes to show, are you, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I, I love okay. you, okay. man. Okay. Hey. okay. All right. Oh, that's okay, so that's nice. Beautiful. Okay, we okay, do have a show. We have a show. Oh. Hey, by the way, Vern, that's the first hug you give me since March. Do I feel do I look safe to you? Um Yeah, I don't okay. think you're very germy. I try not to rub my face on doorknobs. <laughs> but anyway. 
Okay, so, so are you, you saying this guy says it's probably don't shake hands, but okay, you, hug you is, do I mean, realize Think the about hugging. what you're doing. It's going to commence today. I'm going to run around hugging everyone I can find in this building. Go now, for it. There's still only a few people in the building, but I have been <laughs> well, suffering from hug deficit I was gonna syndrome. Say, I was going to say there's also just a few people in the building you'd be willing to hug in <laughs> regular times. Um, so you since, said that. I didn't say that. Since a lot of people went for long stretches without driving cars, there has been a big increase. Okay. Get ready. Ian, I'm ready. Rats and other animals oh! making nests under the hood. Nasty. Um, people are realizing when they go to turn their car on yeah. that it won't turn over. And they're like, wait, what is this? And it's because their battery wires have been chewed, chewed. and there are animals under the hood. Nasty. So, see, I just feel like here, I mean, maybe that applies for people who don't live here. We've been moving around, you know, yeah. so we, we probably have tested our car out. And maybe when right. you live in one of these cities that you really have a lockdown, you know, right. there you go. Well, and I mean, you know, if you have a bigger rat problem in, in some areas, yes. you know. So remember when everything first got started with coronavirus, yeah. there were several local distilleries yes. who switched and they started making hand sanitizer. Yeah. Okay, you're, Great stuff. you're talking about, you know, high alcohol content, mm -hmm. kills the germs and everything else. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> tell me. In Australia, a distillery did the same thing, mm -hmm. except somewhere along the way, yes. they lost track of where the hand sanitizer production ended <laughs> and where the gin began again. So they have had to recall like all of these lots. Oh man. Because people were buying it in the stores uh -huh. as gin. Well, yeah. And they were anyways. Oops. Not to mention, if you have a good gin, <laughs> it should smell pretty strong. But you can't drink hand sanitizer. Okay, you know what yeah, I'm saying? that'd be a big no. Yeah. That's stuff that Dr. Phil profiles, you um, know? <laughs> so there's this that. video. It's gone viral. Mm -hmm. um, the headline is, Vegas is back, baby. Oh, okay. And it's a guy sitting at a video poker okay. machine. All right. I'm going to tell you two things he's wearing, and then the rest <laughs> of the story is going to make sense. Okay. A camouflage hat and a sleeveless shirt. Okay. <laughs> and some cutoff jeans. He's smoking a cigarette while he's wearing a mask. <laughs> and what he does is he has the cigarette pop poking out of the side, Vern. So it's not even in his mouth. It's just stuck in the side. All right. And he's just breathing. Right. In the Makes sense. Vegas, right? baby. Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, baby. More good news, though, on the coronavirus front. A group of British scientists who've been working on a vaccine have now set yeah. up their own company yes. to distribute it if it works. Nice. They said they don't want to rely on drug companies. Well, there you go. Because a lot of times, y'all cause problems, too much mm -hmm. regulation, everything else. Mm -hmm. They okay. also say um, they know that's the way they can make it as cheap as possible because they're not going to be they're not going to pay mm -hmm. a distributor, which is cool. Yeah, because you're cutting out the middleman. Cutting out. Just you doing know, it. Just it up. doing it and selling it. You should make the millions upon billions as it you will, created it. It would be like, well, it might be like the polio situation. Mm -hmm. You know the polio vaccine? Not a penny was ever made on it. He didn't trademark yeah, it. Yeah, because they actually cared about people, people. And they're like, let's just roll it out. What a novel concept. Save all these kids, you know. A school district in South Carolina is making sure its students don't go hungry this summer. They launched a new program. Free groceries to families who need them all summer long. Love it. Talk about using like taxpayer the, money for some good. Yeah, that is. Now, we also have 3 o'clock project locally. We do. And a lot of other groups, too. And the 3 o'clock project basically uses 
the criteria that you would have free or reduced lunch in school, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that is the requirement for signing up for that. Uh, we have a story on that at kpal965.com. And if you show up, I bet they're going to feed you. Yes. You know, they're yes. going to give you a box of food. Um, a children's book author named Bob Biddulf. Biddulf? He has started offering free lessons in art on YouTube during the pandemic. Nice. He okay. just set a world record Ooh. for the world's largest online art session. He was trying to get 10,000 people to sign up at once. That cool. would have broken the record. Right. He ended up. With 45,000. Nice. And what did they do? I don't know. What'd they draw? What'd they, they drew um, a whale uh-huh. coming out the water. Okay. And out of the blowhole at the, uh-huh. the top, yeah. you know, uh-huh. a rainbow in the mist. Cool. Pretty cool stuff, huh? So when they learned how to do something cool. Remember we told you about this guy, a newspaper guy in New Jersey. His name was Greg Daly, and he offered to shop. For seniors on his route, he got yes, to know them, that's right. that's and right. he knew they nice. were afraid to go to the store, so they yeah. would leave their list out when he dropped off their newspaper. After his newspaper route, he'd go shop, and then he'd come deliver Good the groceries. Stuff. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he started in March, and here's an update. Since then, 500 trips to the store yesterday. Wow. He made his 500th trip wow. for more than 120 people. How that cool is, is so that? Super nice. I just, you know what? I just think. I bet you there's lots of people around here doing the same thing, have been doing I mean, just it. imagine how yeah. great heaven's going to be one day. Yep. You have all these people just hanging out. Well, who we got to get life. working. Well, you we, and I got to get working. I know. My friend. I was actually just telling someone this weekend about mm-hmm. when I saw the movie Gleason. Mm-hmm. It was one of those times, you know, I on a good day mm-hmm. when things don't bring me back to the office. Right, right, right. I kind of have the afternoon to kind of do things. And right. I saw the movie Gleason by myself because... Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was just too hard to did arrange, you, babysit, or everything else. Did you ugly cry? Well, I just got back to the car and thought, uh-huh. oh, my gosh. Of all the things I purport to have done right. and talked to and I helped people you. with and mm-hmm. hosted and raised money for, mm-hmm. I haven't done squat compared right. to what Steve Gleason no. did for I his mean, kids in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Um, and finally, Bernie, a study that doesn't much matter to us, but it might matter to some people who Is this are listening. About hugs again, because if it's about hugs, it's going to matter to me. Well, it could lead to hugs, but it's about playing hard to get. Okay. Well, clearly, I came and gave you a hug. Yes. So that, you were not hugs playing are hard. Free. You I was not playing, playing hard to, hard to get. That one. No. According to a new study, playing hard to get it does really work, but oh. the researchers say, wait one minute. Oh. It does not more. just work on men. Oh. It also works on women. Uh, that does not surprise me. The researchers me say the it makes you seem, quote, more in demand and more Ooh. appealing. Oh, okay. But you have to be careful not to take it too far where you come off as air grant. The other person's like, yeah, they they're, can have they're you. Yeah, because they're like, you're, you're a snob. You know? Yeah. There was a, a conversation yesterday about when you met your current significant other. Uh-huh. Did you lie and say that you had a... You already had a boyfriend or, you know, you really weren't interested, whatever, just because you wanted to see what would happen, you know. Oh, but to me, if you told someone you were in this serious relationship, yeah. a six-year relationship, yeah. and the person still makes a move on it, well, then yeah. why would well, you want them? But see, sometimes women might do that just to see what you'll do. Let me tell you, those same women are apparently the ones taking pictures doing yoga and their naked husband is in the background. <laughs> Just trying to get not, some vitamin D. He was not playing hard to get with that son. He was not. <laughs> Come and get it, son. He was a full frontal, full Monty to the son. He's like, I need some vitamin D. Here I am. Let the sun shine on all parts of me. 
once I can't again, believe. Once again, mm-hmm. if a husband would have done that to his wife, uh-huh. it would have been a divorce and uh-huh. maybe charges pressed. <laughs> Just going to put it out there. All right, 650. All the big social media platforms have a long history of allowing terrorists, pedophiles, and crackpots spread misinformation, hate, violence, and sexual exploitation of children. But when one acts responsibly, it should be encouraged. Your Wednesday Consumer Tech Update is brought to you by Identity Guard, credit-related alerts, and near real-time. Plans start at less than $7 a month. IdentityGuard.com slash Kim. Twitter is fighting back against loony conspiracy theories linking the coronavirus pandemic to 5G. Business Insider shows us a sample of what's being posted. 5G corona is the truth. There's no virus. We all got sick at the same time they rolled out 5G. The other factor is the chemtrail metallic dust they use to strengthen the signal and bounce it downwards. Well, Twitter now attaches a link to these kinds of posts reading, Get the facts about COVID-19. Click the link and it will take you to legitimate coronavirus information. Great job, Twitter. I knew you could do it. I'm Kim Commando. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? One that's so complicated, you never use it. This is exactly the type of security system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simple is safer, and that's exactly why Simply Safe is the home security for right now, when feeling safe at home has never been more important. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home. Order online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home's protected. No technician or salesperson has to come and disrupt your house. You don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract. Their 24-7 professional monitoring and emergency dispatch starts at 50 cents a day. Plus, Simply Safe's video verification allows their professional monitors to see crimes in progress and pass that directly to the police when needed. Don't put this off. Head to simplysafekim.com and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafekim.com simplysafekim.com. This is the place where all opinions are welcome. Every color gets through and people on all sides of the issue can hash it out. And if you don't think you have a voice, you're wrong. It can be heard now by calling 232-1542. That's 232-1542. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. In a random act of journalism, the Los Angeles Times looked into the multi-billion dollar high-speed bullet train that is supposed to fight global warming if it ever gets built and if anybody bothers to ride the thing. The high-speed train is years behind schedule. Just since 2018, the cost has jumped from $64 billion to $77 billion. More delays and cost overruns are coming. It's not even factoring in the coronavirus to it. Among the problems, the LA Times reports, is the operating culture at the Building Services Consultancy for the train, a global company called WSP. Now, allegedly, employees who tell the truth about problems with the California train project are told to shut up and tow the company line. If they don't, they face the coronavirus. A top executive brought into work on the project says the people in charge have no technical background. They never disclose the real costs and they don't tell the real truth. There's just a bunch of politicians. And this expert says the best thing that can be done with California's high-speed train is to cancel all the contracts and start over. Now, for years, 
I've told you this high-speed train's a train to nowhere, never was a good idea, and it'll never be a good idea. The smartest thing to do after canceling all the contracts would be to scrub the whole project and blame it on the coronavirus. Folks, it is once again my privilege to join Mahindra in honoring those who have so bravely served our country. It's time for the seventh annual Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. To celebrate our Independence Day, the 4th of July, we will randomly select one deserving service member to receive a new Mahindra 4540 four-wheel drive tractor. It's a real deal. Tough as nails. Compact utility tractor with an impressive loader and three-point lift capacities. So help us find a brave American to receive this rugged Mahindra. To nominate somebody who is active duty or a veteran of the military, and to get official rules, visit RushLimbaugh.com and look for the Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. Thanks to Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. And God bless all of you who protect our freedom. Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Longlinay Tractor in Abbeville. Or visit LonglinayTractor.com. That's longlinaytractor.com. The news you want to know. Attorney General. He lied to Congress. Chicken bar should have shown up today. You slandered this man. Circus political stunt. KPEL FM. Brobridge Lafayette. Black and blue. I'm Chris Foster of Fox News. Police brutality, especially against African Americans, is the subject of a House Judiciary Committee hearing today. Set to testify, George Floyd's brother and family lawyer, Benjamin Crump, along with former Secret Service agent and Fox News contributor, Dan Bongino. The hearing comes as some cities consider plans to defund police departments. Democratic Representative James Clyburn pushed back on that idea on Fox's Neil Cavuto. Get rid of the rotten apples. It will ruin the whole barrel. If you don't, the police chief of Houston, Texas, is expected to testify that defunding police could ultimately increase the need for police services in the poorest communities. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. During a peaceful march in Franklin Township, New Jersey, Monday, a group of counter protesters yelled things like black lives matter to no one, with one man pretending to kneel on another's neck to mock how George Floyd died. The man identified as the one doing the kneeling is now fired from his job at FedEx. Another is suspended from his job as a prison corrections officer. This primary day in five states with some people waiting hours to vote in parts of Nevada with even more problems in Georgia. Many people who voted in Georgia's primary had a really hard time doing it. We got uh, uh, notifications that the machines were not working and that they were going to try to rectify the situation. Then we waited another couple hours after that. Georgia's primary was postponed twice amid concerns about COVID-19. The Georgia Secretary of State, a Republican, says he's investigating problems, but Kamala Harris is already ruling. Voting machines down, limited provisional ballots, hours-long lines. Voter suppression is happening right now across Georgia, particularly in black communities. Fox's Peter Ducey. Hospitals in Arizona are told to reactivate emergency coronavirus plans. Cases and hospitalizations are spiking there and in other southwestern states. America's listening to Fox News.
America has never been so divided. Now, David Horowitz's Blitz exposes the media war on President Trump and their secret agenda to stop him. Already a number one bestseller, Mark Levin says Blitz is indispensable. Mike Huckabee says you need it for the 2020 election. Blitz is in bookstores or get the free offer and save $28. Call 800 Newsmax. That's 800 Newsmax. Or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Get David Horowitz's Blitz today. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you. From helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. The stepfather of two children missing since last fall was arrested after a police search of his property. Seven-year-old Joshua and 17-year-old Tylee have not been seen since September. Their mother, Lori Vallow, married Chad Daybell right after Chad's wife died also last fall, and they've been under investigation over her death ever since. Lori's been charged with child abandonment and obstructing an investigation, but now after getting a search warrant for Daybell's home, Rexburg Assistant Police Chief Gary Hagan says he's been arrested. The uh, investigators and detectives have recovered what's believed to be human remains that are uh, not identified at this time. Vallow and Daybell are apocalyptic end-of-days believers, and Vallow's former best friend said she was convinced the children were no longer alive. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. South Korea's government announces it will press charges against two activist groups floating anti-North Korean government leaflets and bottles of rice over the border. Those propaganda balloons have been used for years, but South Korean leadership has been trying to promote more cooperation with the North. The North Korean government has cut off communications with the South, citing the balloons as a reason. Progress is reported in talks to have a Major League Baseball season. The MLB Players Association offering up an 89-game regular season to the league Tuesday, still in quest of the full prorated salaries they have wanted as part of these negotiations, stemming from a good-faith agreement set back in March. This latest offer follows Major League Baseball's Monday, proposing a 76-game season, but with prorated pay deducted by 25% for each player. Now, these two new proposals are as close as both the league and the union have come in recent weeks to agreeing for a 2020 campaign. At one point, MLB was seeking only a 50-game season, while the MLB Players Union wanted as many as 114 games, including their full prorated salaries. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. The AMC movie theater chain announces plans to reopen its thousand locations next month where it's allowed. Seating will be limited to between 25 and 50 percent capacity. With fewer new movies to see, a lot of big new releases are delayed due to the pandemic. I'm Chris Foster. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Spring showers and 80 degrees here at Cape Hill. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news and information update. A third person has died from complications of a drowning incident on Grand Isle on Sunday. Over the last two weeks, there have been 11 calls for water rescues. The body found Tuesday morning in St. Landry Parish has been identified as 58-year-old Donnie Joseph Jacobs of Sunset. Deputy Chief Eddie Thibodeau says the autopsy will be happening today and they do anticipate releasing more information after it is concluded. A person driving by Delta World Tire on Gilbo Road last night noticed smoke coming from the building and called 911. 
Lafayette Fire Department spokesman Alton Trahan says firefighters got to the scene. There was a lot of heavy smoke in some areas. The storage area and a bathroom were the hardest hit by last night's fire. He says basically it was a faulty exhaust fan in the bathroom below the company's storage area that they believe started that fire. It's been ruled an accident. So Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields has filed legislation for police reform. A current special session, it can't happen now because that's limited to specific legislation outlined before the death of George Floyd. Now, Cleo Fields has said that he has filed a resolution to create a 15-member task force to study police policies. To actually look at some of these very serious issues so that we can do a better job in terms of police and the police, so to speak. As legislation for police reform, Fields is encouraging police departments to act now before his bill is introduced. He said he could introduce something in a possible special session in the fall or in the 2021 regular session. He wants to see policies that include a duty to intervene among officers. Given officers the absolute obligation to intervene when they see another officer either violate the law or procedures. Field says the legislation will also call for a statewide ban on the use of chokeholds by law enforcement, psychological testing for both prospective and current officers on a routine basis, and new regulations for body cameras. Officers ought not have the opportunity to turn on and off their camera when they're interfacing with the public. And the department in which they are uh, serving for ought to be able to get that video in real time. And Fields is also wanting to diversify the police officers' standards and training council. Currently, the council does not have any African-American representation. The House Appropriations Committee moving a series of tax relief bills through the process for Louisiana businesses. It'll be worth millions. Chairman of the Louisiana Economic Recovery Task Force, Jason DeQuere, says the state owes it to these businesses to lend a helping hand after so many were ordered closed or just opened on a limited basis. They were up. They were thriving. They were doing well. And they shut their doors to keep every one of us in here safe. Now, the relief bills took a lot of forms, including a suspension of the franchise tax. Revenue Secretary for the state of Louisiana, Kimberly Robertson, speaking on behalf of the Edwards administration, says passing and maintaining these tax cuts could unbalance the state budget for years to come. Changing the tax structure that we did put in place to get to stability was not one of the things that we envisioned doing in this special session. Now, the AP reports the tax relief measures could cost the state about $130 million over the next five years were to be passed and maintained. Concerns were raised that the state just couldn't afford tax cuts at a time when we're seeing a substantial decline in revenue. Lafayette Representative Stuart Bishop disagrees. You think the gap of $10.2 million is bad now? Imagine what happens when all these people go out of business and decide to leave. The bills are headed now to the House floor. Governor John Bell Edwards signing legislation ending the auto insurance Patriot penalty where military personnel who were deployed overseas return home to higher auto insurance rates. Now, anyone who is under, excuse me, uninsured for six months or more has to pay a higher rate. Alexandria Senator Jay Luno says 
That has hampered the armed forces. They were going overseas, and if, if they didn't go through a lot of hoops, then when they got back there and they restarted their insurance because they were back to drive their vehicle, then they had to pay higher rates. Now, others who drop their insurance for six months or more will still be charged the higher rate. Luno says the legislation does not interfere with any other auto insurance benefits that military, uh, military members may be receiving. Any discounts that were given to military people otherwise would still be applicable and that they would not be penalized uh, for not having insurance for six months while they were overseas. Luno says this was common sense legislation and he bemoaned the fact that other common sense legislative auto insurance fixes were rejected this year. Uh, females are charged more in Louisiana because they're females, and I don't think that's right. Also, uh, widows or widowers are charged more when their spouse dies because supposedly they drive more. LSU professors are now tracking COVID-19 through wastewater in Baton Rouge through a science called sewer epidemiology. Professor of Civil and Environmental Engineering Dr. John Pardue says when people contract the virus, they're constantly shedding virus, including into sewage. The testing can measure the viral load from a sample of an area's pumping station. In Baton Rouge, for example, there's over 500 of these little pumping stations that drain smaller areas of, uh, of neighborhoods. So we can get pretty precise. Now, he says that current measurements indicate a drop in the virus, which is in agreement with testing metrics. We'll be able to monitor into the fall and winter when we're concerned about if there is going to be a, a wave that comes again, then we'll be ready to be able to maybe provide a, an early warning of when that's about to come. And Pardue says sewer epidemiology is not a new science. It can be used to track other metrics in a community as well. What pharmaceuticals people are taking or other indicators in the sewage of other diseases, not only viral diseases, other things, even illegal drugs, you know, how much, what frequency of people in different areas are, do, are doing that. And it's been two weeks since Memorial Day weekend. Governor John Bell Edwards says he is heartened to see the state did not experience a significant surge in COVID transmission as the result of the holiday. Edwards says they have a few theories as to why transmissions didn't spike. I think a good reason for that is much of it was outdoors and many people do continue to wear masks and, and to socially distance, and which is what we're asking people to continue to do. Now, many states are seeing transmission rates increase as they reopen. But the governor says that does not currently appear to be the case in Louisiana, except for the Monroe region. And it could just be that we were several weeks ahead of these other states and sort of they're behind us, so forth. I, I don't know. Uh, there, there's so many things that are going on there. Wow. Louisiana saw an increase in new growth last week, but continues to see fewer hospitalizations. The governor says that may just be a result of our expanded testing capacity. An LSU poll showed 62% of people wear a mask always or often when they leave their house. That's up from just 48% in April. Edwards thanked residents for being responsible and wearing their masks. And it certainly is. And that's why the CDC has recommended it. And that's why the Office of Public Health as well. It is coming up now on 713 here at KPL. Our news update brought to you by Compassion International. Join Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. You can give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 833-93. That's the word HOPE to 833-93. Well, there's no denying that it's been hot and humid here the last couple of days. Stuffy outside in the mornings, but a little bit of relief is on the way in the form of fast-moving cold front, which is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to the area early on. 
this morning. Should be clearing up by the time most people are heading out the door. And once that does make its way through, we've got sunshine by the end of the day today. Temperatures still work their way up to about 91. So we're still hot this afternoon. Winds from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour. But that drier air will get into the area, which means we'll be more comfortable overnight tonight. Lows going to settle down to around 65 degrees across the region. Mid to upper 80s expected through the rest of the work week with plenty of sunshine. In fact, a fairly quiet sort of pleasant forecast here at least for the summertime anyway through the rest of this week and into the weekend from the storm team three weather lab i'm ktc meteorologist daniel phillips on news talk 96.5 kpel showers and 80 degrees here at kpel our weather update brought to you by the matthew james financial group wealth management and retirement planning is just a phone call away at 366-8366 that's 366-83 66. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. We have a report of a wire hazard on Brockett at Gendarme. That's Brockett at Gendarme. And that's a report of a wire hazard. Make sure that you're buckling up and that you're keeping it safe out there this morning. Our traffic update being brought to you by the folks over at the Jambalaya Shop. They're at 4150 West Congress, across from St. Edmund's Church, serving up fresh jambalaya, pastalaya, and sides in their convenient drive-through, carry-out, or delivery. Marketplace is sponsored by Kronos, helping businesses attract, retain, and engage employees through cloud-based human capital management. Kronos.com. Kronos, workforce innovation that works. Is it true, Rob, that you have the moves like Jagger? You know, Jagger, I would rather have the immune system of Jagger. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Him you know and what I'm saying? Richards. Yeah, like but between those two, <laughs> I don't need to dance like them. I just want to live as long. Don't you think they're probably both COVID proof? Probably so. Yeah. COVID probably came from them. <laughs> and they've been carrying it around since 1968, you know? Uh, I'm sorry. They want to snort. Squeeze, please. Early Pellerin is our guest today. <laughs> our victim. Of uh, Winging It Wednesday, brought to you by Hi. our friends at LABI. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Look, it's great to talk to you again. It's nice to hear a familiar voice. And how are you? How's how's life in the Pellerin world? Man, I can't, you know, I can't complain. I really can't complain. Um, knock on wood, uh, my my business has been has been okay. It's taken a downturn like most others, uh, not as severe as others, and maybe a little bit better than, than some, but um, I really can't complain. You know, this is uh, this has certainly been just a, a crazy, crazy past uh, few months. So, yeah. all is well, man. All is well. I do want to ask you, I'm going to kind of spin the wheel, because look oh, at this, Burn. I have a page of, of topics, words. that, And I had a few things here on my just list. Things. So. I want to start wow. with that. And, you know, from the small business your perspective, you have businesses in, in two different parts of town, and, um, you know, I'm sure you've noticed or talked to other people who are trying to find a way. Uh, one thing I think about our area is that, you know, when we were kind of dealt the COVID-19 cards, one of the most interesting things to me was how quickly, when you look back, I mean, of course, the days were long back in March, but when you now, when you look back and you see how quickly different businesses adapted and you know, restaurants figured out a way. Maybe their their takeout business had been five percent of their business before. They figured out a way to make takeout one hundred percent of their business, and 
even though it was down, uh, you know, for a couple that I spoke to, they said, look, we just want to have something to reopen. You know, if we don't make the adjustments now, we're not going to have something at the end. I want you to talk a little bit about that as a business owner yourself to, you know, how you make those decisions or is that something that's just ingrained in a small business owner? I, I, I think it was, uh, it was a perfect exercise, um, to demonstrate exactly where, uh, ingenuity and, and, and different trial and error kind of come in, comes into play. Mm. And you don't get that in a corporate sense. You get that from, from small business owners. I didn't have to do much adapting myself, but I, I, I'm, I'm well involved in, in a lot of, uh, a, a lot of different groups and, and, uh, friends with several business owners, of course. And it was just, it, it was an amazing, uh, thing for me to be involved in whatever that was seeing that transformation mm-hmm. to your point. A lot of them, yes, had to complete, had to do a complete reversal. A lot of them had to, had to set up the way they package. So a lot of them had to set up uh, uh, the way that they, uh, that they deliver, of course, and, and deliver meaning to get it from the kitchen to the door mm-hmm. because that wasn't even an option. Yep. And then, and, and a few yeah. of them, uh, a, a few of them, and, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me mentioning his name, Tim Metcalf. You know, Tim with Dino's, uh, is, a, is his, his mind, that guy's mind never stops. Mm-hmm. Never stops. Yeah. Whether, whether it's, it's thinking about pizza or whether it's thinking about <laughs> any other thing that he's got going on. But I, I think Tim, uh, and, and, and I could mention several others, but I'm going to pick on Tim today. But Tim did an amazing job. Of, of facing the crisis head on and doing exactly what he needed to do that actually actually was a boon for his business not just uh not just a survival it was it was a complete uh transformation and and it was awesome to see and there's been there's several other uh, I, I don't have permission to discuss uh <laughs> yeah. a, a couple of other restaurants or a couple of other businesses but there has been some some fantastic innovations that have gone on during this process, and I'm one of those ones who always say, "Hey, you got to find the positive in yep. something. There's a reason for something, right? Uh, there's a blessing in disguise." Okay, <laughs> okay, and 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 several, there are several several uh, instances of that in Acadiana. Uh, many people that we know and trust and 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 support their businesses normally. But these people uh, did exactly what they needed to do, and they took the proverbial bull by the horn and said, "Hey, we're going to make lemon out of out of you know lemonade out of lemons." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We have, have, you know, we said from the very beginning, and it's nobody's. It's no secret. I mean, this is a community of innovators. Keep knocking us down, and we'll keep getting right back up. No doubt. No um, doubt, it's um, and and I think you you get that spirit already from from a small business owner, right? Because because once the bank cuts them loose, or once their investor kind of is no longer involved in their business, they realize that it's survival mode, right? Yep. Yeah, that's and fun. and the ones and and the ones who 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 have a spirit in them, uh, they're not going to sit idly by whether whether you know whether it's a uh, a health crisis, or whether it's a, a downturn in the in the economy, whether it's oil prices falling to 
even that, you you know, keep in mind that this whole thing, this whole COVID-19 episode happened essentially on the heels and on the, on the, on, on the pant leg of the downturn in oil to an unprecedented yeah. never. And that's what, and I think too, oil prices. I told Bernie whenever we were kind of in the middle of it all and we weren't working together, everyone was kind of disjointed and we were making the things work. You know, it was not lost on me that if we weren't talking about COVID at the same time, what was happening in the oil and gas industry would have been the top story. I mean, mm-hmm. it would have been, and, and you know what, oh, there probably absolutely. would have been more and more people to talk about it, except it was obvious why things were happening. People weren't flying. People weren't going to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the demand was so low overall. Um, and then you had things like the PPP come out where, you know, there was sort of the rough and tumble beginnings of it. But now, as as we see, you know, six or so weeks later, maybe two months later, it, it appears to have worked when we look at the unemployment numbers. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, you, you know, going back to the term double whammy. I mean, if, if, if there ever was a double whammy, I mean, this is the double whammy. I mean, it's just, uh, especially for our community, uh, you know, uh, let alone the country, but for our, for our area that, that has been so connected and so dependent on the oil and gas industry. Um, of course, over the years, we've gotten away from that a little bit to where it, it's not the all the lifeblood, but it, it's a significant portion of it. Yeah. Yep, it's a big part of it. Yes, my God. Burley Pellerin is joining us. It's Winging It Wednesday. Uh, several more things I want to talk about. Um, flooding risks, people's fears. Uh, when we dealt with the tropical system, that mm. luckily went uh, further to our east. But um, it still puts that issue of flooding and drainage right back to the forefront. Also, uh, doing good and giving back. You know, that's how I met Burley Pellerin. We crossed paths giving back on a nonprofit board. And, um, you know, we have seen so many of these different nonprofits step up during this time. So I'm anxious to, to hear from you and, and why you're involved. And maybe you can help encourage other people to get involved. Burley Pellerin joins us on Winging It Wednesday. And we're back with more after this. From Jennings to Gross Tet, Baldwin to Bunky, and every mile in between. Traffic you can depend on all morning long on Acadiana's Morning News. <laughs> All right, so it seems like we're still in the situation where, you know, people who in August of 2016 had their houses flooded, mm-hmm. you know, anytime there is any little bit of flooding risk, um, you see people get really nervous and people start calling about sandbags and everything mm-hmm. else. We are in hurricane season. Um, Burley, what are your thoughts on this? I know the there's been a lot of change as far as public works goes where now we have, you know, kind of specific teams to deal with different things and it's not like, you know, a ditch isn't going to be taken care of because a road needs to be, and we know that split up has happened. But, um, you know, people are still scared because there's a lot of those big things and big changes which we haven't seen. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think the good thing is is that there's been some progress, um, and I think there's been more progress even than what we see. Um, uh, again, uh, a lot of people still think I'm involved with, with Josh, uh, Guillory's office and, 
and the administration, and I'm not. Of course, Josh and I are good friends, but um, so I don't I don't have my finger on the pulse every day of what's going on. But he and I do talk, and kind of, uh, of course, I still complain and and poke at what <laughs> things I think need attention and whatnot. So um, I do have a line to the office, so to speak, in that regard. But um, I, I think there's been a lot of work uh, that many of us maybe not have seen because I think the work specifically towards drainage and whatnot, hasn't been necessarily at the, at the places where you might think it needs to be. Hmm. It's down the line where the issue is actually starting. So those areas may not be uh, right on the traffic flow. It may not be right, out, right around the corner where you normally see stuff pile up. It's all being done kind of um, along the route of water, so to speak. Um, and so there's been some significant, some significant um, headway and improvement uh, on, on a lot of that. It sort of reminds me of the Vero School. You know, when we were when we were seeing none of the work being done on the actual road, and people were telling us, "Well, no, the drainage is in the neighborhood." You know, and that's and that's yeah. the part that's being worked on right now. Our back then, yeah, exactly. it's all done now. Thank goodness. So I. I, I I, I, I think there's some there's obviously some improvement to be done. I, I do think uh, that the split up allowed um, allowed uh, certain departments to focus specifically on what they needed to do, and I thought that was a good move uh, that they made. Um, and and I think I think we'll see some some significant improvement, especially once um, any any type of event might happen uh, this season. Have you always been involved in um, looking at government, giving your opinion? I mean, is this something you did when you were like a younger person or did this happen when you became a business owner? I'm kind of curious about how your perspective came to be. I don't know. I just, I, I think, I, 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 God, that's a, that's a tough one, Bernie. It's probably I'm sorry. one of the hardest questions I've had. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, let me let me get out of the wind here, so you don't hear, so you don't hear all nothing but wind noise. Don't fly um, away, man. <laughs> Were you like no, on the think, Student think, Government Association or something, no, or none of that? No, not at all. Okay, none of that. Um, Were you in the cool? Were you in the cool kids? He was in the cool kids. I know it. You were in the cool kids, weren't you? No, I was. I was in the working set. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and you know, in in college, in college at UL, uh, I was a full time student. Um, I worked in the marketing department for Dr. Underwood, um, and I had, at one time, I literally had five jobs, <laughs> five paychecks. The radio station, KSMB, was one of them. I'd work uh -huh. overnight at KSMB. But I, 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 I was busy, so I was too busy for anything <laughs> beyond that. But once, once... I became a business owner and in and, and, and the corporate world and whatnot before that. I, I did start paying attention to the things that concerned me. And then I, I tried to put that into perspective on how it, it doesn't just concern me, it concerns the community that I live in, which I'm proud to be a part of. And I said early on that if I'm going to complain about something, I'm going to do something about the thing that I'm complaining about. Whether that means complaining, but then also offering a solution, 
and also offering uh, a way to, uh, to, to get involved and to either raise awareness about why this, this, and this. And then, of course, as I, I guess maybe my, um, my personal success kind of changed a little bit, and then I was actually able to then not just complain, but maybe support organizations or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I consider myself a philanthropist, but a philanthropy is a is a is a broad word. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're 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 so ridiculously wealthy that you put your name on the side of a building. I'm never going to have my name on the side of a building. I mean, I'm but sure your picture and your name is probably hung up in the side of some businesses, but just not your name no, on the side I, of the I, building. Exactly, exactly. There's some words written across it that uh, probably draw attention to it. But, you know, philanthropy in general is just about time, talents, and treasures, right? And, And that can be anything. And we all have all of that. We all have time. We all have talents. And we all have treasures. And, and, and treasures could be the, the, you you know, just, uh, again, a number of things. And so I've, I've been kind of parlayed that into that's, excuse me, that's my work. Yeah. That's what I want to do. That's how I influence uh, some of what goes on in our community. Mm-hmm. Speaking of today, FoodNet, for instance, is, is, a, is an organization that I'm, I'm near and dear to. I've been on the board with them for, for several years. But today, we are packing what's called the seven-day staples project. And mm-hmm. when this whole COVID thing started, um, a lot of people were affected. A lot of people were out of work. And the number of people that needed access to food through FoodNet, uh, those numbers went skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And so we did a, we did a, a fundraiser program uh, where we were able to, to get people to donate. That was wildly successful. Ben Broussard with Catholic Charities uh, spearheaded that. But today, uh, we're packing some of that stuff again. So mm-hmm. the program is still going on. So I actually called for a few volunteers to come help uh, between 8 and 12 today and tomorrow at FoodNet at 217 Surrey Street to pack a few of those bags that, uh, that some of the needy people in Acadiana can do. And therefore, everybody can be a philanthropist because you can give your time, time. you can give your talents, and you can give your treasures. Do you still need and more so, volunteers? Uh, we, I think we could use some more volunteers today. And, of course, the weather may be hampering some of those that were already planning on coming. But, um, but yes, um, 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 we could use a, we could always use uh, a few volunteers at, at FoodNet, and 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 FoodNet's just one of the organizations. You know, over the years, I was involved with Boys and Girls Club, Big Brothers Big Sisters. I'm still on the board of Big Brothers Big Sisters, um, uh, and and there's some fantastic leadership at both of those organizations. And that's that's always a question for the people question. Uh, you know, the leadership of the organization, the, the direction of the organization. Missy Andrade with uh, with Boys and Girls Club and Callie Crisp with Big Brothers Big Sisters, those two women are phenomenal in what they do. Their focus on the community, their focus on on the on the on the individuals and and the people that they serve. It's it's a wonderful organization to be a part of. I just encourage people to do something if you want to get involved, if you want to complain, if you want to offer solutions, if you have all these great ideas. There are many, many organizations in our community that stays right here 
that could use your help, whether it's money, whether it's ideas, whether it's whatever, whether it's feeling bad like today, you know, mm-hmm. um, but there's always something to do. Anyway, that's my that's my little spiel for today. I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm sorry. <laughs> we like no, don't apologize for that. That was great. Well, and that's the deal. You you hit on a great thing because there are a lot of people who sit back and they and they think they can't help because they can't you know write a five thousand dollar check. You know they can't. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to talk about time, I mean, I'm dealing with nonprofits um, as I have, one of the biggest things is just the hands on people needing to do things, mm-hmm. tasks that need to be done, volunteers for events, that right. sort of thing. That's all really important. Can we it get is. a quick break in well, here, Bernie? You know, we, we, it, uh, no, wait, for, for years. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, for, you. For years, you know, we had a lot of complaints about uh, with Red Cross. Rob, you and I served with Red Cross. Yep. yep. Um, there was always complaints on a national level about the misappropriation of funds or the administrative costs. And the reason the administrative costs in an organization like that were so high was because at certain levels, you, you had, uh, no volunteers. You had people who were doing what could have been done by volunteers as, as, as work, as an income. And, and on the local level, again, going back to these few organizations that I mentioned, these are run on, when I say shoestring budgets, I mean shoestring budgets. These people, these people that do get paid, the, 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 the payment is, is almost the satisfaction of, of the life work that they do. And, and the more volunteers that these organizations get, the more positive results ends up directly to those who are needing them most. Yep. And, and so that's, that's why call for volunteers is always just so important. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a, a commitment. It doesn't have to be a, a, a sign-up thing. You can come one and done. I mean, I said 8 to 12 today. If you can come from 8 to 9 today, come 8 to 9 today. That's an hour of, of, of help that I wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and I know they would appreciate it. And so, it's investment in your um, own community. Like, yes, that's the deal. Yeah, that's absolutely. the investment. Yeah. yeah, that's how people absolutely. can help if, people. I don't have... I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think the people listening right now would be blown away for the first to hear the numbers of the first time callers that FoodNet received two and a half months ago. When people all of a sudden couldn't open their doors. And I'm I'm not talking about I'm not talking about minimum wage employees. I'm talking about business owners who realize that, oh, I, I, I don't have an income. I don't have food. I, that I, I mean, and that's home. That's right here. That's in Lafayette. That is right here. And I think if people realized just how hard hit a lot of things are, whether it's this crisis or whether it's the, the next hurricane, whether we have people right here that need help all the time. Not, I'm not talking about handouts. I'm talking about hand ups. Absolutely. And and just a a, a way to kind of springboard back to back to sanity and, and, and help. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm, 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 I'm on my box today, guys. I like out. it. I see. I see you standing <laughs> on the box and it says tied, I am, but I, I like it. I am literally standing on, on my circuit training box outside Woo! right now. I felt, I felt, I felt empowered to stand up on, on the crate that I jump up on every once in a while. I was going to say, just as know, long I'm, as you're not like Chris Cuomo and you're not naked. Right. As long as you're wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's in okay. fact, I, I, am, I, I am fully dressed, and I've got my, yes, I've got my, my Udnet t-shirt on this morning. I'm <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And his cape, and he is wearing pants, so it's all good, right? We're back with more. On pants. I, the la- I think the last phone interview we did, I, did I have on pants? <laughs> Listen, Might I don't know. Had on I don't know what happened with you and Bernie when I wasn't in the studio, but oh, I don't know. He's All a right. weirdo. Hey, we gotta take a break here. Bernie Pellerin's our guest. We're gonna be back to wrap up Winging It Wednesday <laughs> after this. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. A Shreveport City Councilman is trying to pass an ordinance that would require all businesses in the city to purchase expensive state-of-the-art surveillance cameras and turn over all footage of their own employees and customers to police on demand. The idea is is that the presence of these surveillance cameras would reduce crime on their own, but criminologists who study this say there is no evidence that they prevent or reduce crime. In fact, the city of Chicago spent $60 million of taxpayer dollars on 10,000 surveillance cameras, and yet this past Sunday, Chicago suffered its most violent Sunday in 60 years. Democrats used to be opposed to massive surveillance by the police. Now they just want to force you to do it. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Paul on News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. And now, your forecast from the KATC-TV3 Weather Lab. A fast-moving front is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to Acadiana early on this morning. We'll be cleared up by the time most people are heading out the door early on today. What we'll see is the skies gradually clearing out through the afternoon. Highs still get up to around 91 degrees. Lows tonight, though, down to around 65. We've got cooler, drier air on the way that's going to be coming in with fairly brisk breeze from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour, staying pleasant here through the rest of the work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Today, Today we, we decided decide to, to walk to school. The, the light counted. counted. 15, 14, 41, 31, I mean 13. We took, we took a left, left on Carroll Street. Danny's there smart, so but he gets distracted. I realized he forgot his homework. I, I hope I don't have another bad day at school. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. I just have to tell you, I started the show today saying you have to make a decision in life. Your house either is going to be Pee Wee's Playhouse or it's going to be the Louvre. <laughs> and you just have to make that decision every single day what it's going to be. Today, it has been Pee Wee's Playhouse and Bernie's the Talking Couch all day long today. 
That's all I have to Burley, say. Burley, I that. think he's saying I'm a fat girl. No, I didn't. I didn't. You know what? I'm really sorry for saying I take that back because that's on. not what I meant at all. Okay, but seriously, I love Burley because he laughed at the joke. He gets that I love these jokes. You know, Rob was like, all, oh, he was panicked, Burley. He was oh, panicked. Oh I'm God. like, oh, please. Uh, hello, that was funny, people. Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Early, what do you think about <laughs> the? I'm not. I mean, we do have some time. We have about three or so minutes. But just to kind of wrap things up, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. We have had, you know, racial debates that are that are back. Mm-hmm. We are now talking about, you know, what corporate America is doing. And you kind of mentioned, you know, kind of talking about being a part of the corporate world. Um, you have people that, you know, are saying things on Facebook that I'm like. Sometimes I look and I'm like, you should have just not pressed. They post should, on yeah, that, yeah, you know, they, and they shouldn't yeah. even be on Facebook. But it's like, but have we just opened up the door? Um, I mean, I've said it for several years. I, I feel like the one thing that Facebook and Twitter, I mean, all these social media things is, you know what? It, it all took out all those years. Your parents said your opinion doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, being nice to people right. and doing good is what matters. What you have to say, you know, there are things you say and things you think. And I look around and I'm like, hold up. Maybe everyone did not have. The Italian grandmother who was not afraid to hang the phone up on me if I, you know, talk back, you know, or a mom who said, listen, don't believe the worst in people because we all have bad days. You know, it's little things like that. I just feel like these people on social media, they forgot that or they missed that day in class. No, again, uh, there's either so many missed opportunities and or bad decisions with all of this, it, it, it kind of blows my mind. Um, real quick, you know, the, the pandering aspect of things, I don't think that's doing anybody any good. Um, you know, the kneeling with the Kinsey scarves and that kind of stuff, that's, that's, that was pandering. It, 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 they lost the opportunity. They missed the opportunity by simply going too far. Um, posts on Facebook where people people are just saying things that, like you said, you just shouldn't have hit send. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, the, the discourse has just gotten so far out of hand now. Um, you know, I'm getting emails. I got an email from PetSmart. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've all seen it. For, that PetSmart is, is 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 joining the Black Lives Matter movement, and and I I I, I don't think it was appropriate. I, I I I I feel like somebody made a decision, and it was too quick, too rash, and it and it comes across the wrong way, and it left me with a bitter taste in my mouth. Not that I don't think that they should have any have have uh, a, a support of any particular movement. I don't think they need to draw attention to it. Drawing attention to it alienates the very people that you're sending the email to in, in a way. Of course, I think you're a, a good, a good corporate partner, a good community partner. You're a huge, you're a huge company. I don't need you to tell me what it is that you're doing because then it comes across wrong. Yeah, and is it just words? It, and that's the question. Is it just, what are you, what and, are and you doing? No, it is absolutely. It is absolutely just words at that point. Yeah. There, that, that company can't, the, the, the structure of, of PetSmart in the store itself doesn't, doesn't change anything to do with George 
you know, I, it does, doesn't have anything to do with it. I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's a whole. Do you think that our argument on this? You know, yeah, on this though. I mean, we have had two peaceful demonstrations in Lafayette where no arrests were made, no violence was had. Um, it was similar back in 2015 when there were the uh, they were the protests and riots that were happening in Ferguson, Missouri. Lafayette also had one. It was also peaceful. Does it just speak to the type of people that we are? Because I do feel like in our own community, the conversation has been advanced with people who may have just never even thought about what it means because we live in a happy place. I think so. I think so. I th- I think we're 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 a, a tolerant, and I don't mean I, I don't mean that in the sense that you most mostly hear the word tolerant. We're tolerant because we are we are made up at our core of people that have been chastised, that have been exiled, that have been uh, written off. I mean, we're we're an underdog. Right, mm-hmm. going back to the going back to the 1800s, and and so I think we have an understanding of each other, whether it's race relations, whether it whether it's cultural differences, whether it's it, it, I, I think that's why we do so well here. And I, I mean, my one of my businesses is, is in a hugely, largely, predominantly black community. I, these these. Me and these people that that I typically wouldn't hang around with when I'm there, we're we're man, I get hugs from people. There, there, it's it's a it's an just amazing people. social dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's just they're yep. awesome people, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and their cultural differences uh, I, I've had to embrace and 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 meld into mine on that end. But we don't. I don't think we have the trouble that. The news tells us that we have. We don't have that. Interesting. And that's why those protests and those demonstrations have been peaceful. I think because, hey, man, you got to say your piece. Say, say you educate me. Tell me more about yourself. I'll listen. I, I, I might not give 100% buy-in, but I'll certainly listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, I might even walk with you mm-hmm. in the case that happened. Mm-hmm. Well, Burley, this has been um, uh, an interesting time with you this morning on a variety of different issues. We're unfortunately just running out of time, but want to thank you so much uh, for what you're going to be doing today with FoodNet, um, because so many in our community, people that we know and love, need need food, need help. And um, like you said, they, if they do, they people do. want to volunteer, they can go to 217 Surrey Street. They'll be putting those packages together today. All right. Thanks, Burley. Thank you. Talk to you soon. And and hey, if you get a chance, y'all get out and donate blood. I know there's a there's still a a crisis with the blood uh, blood donations lately. So uh, get out and donate blood. Get out and help, and be good to your neighbor. Indeed, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. Fifty six now at News Talk ninety six five KPL. There's more Acadiana's morning news coming up. Bring your umbrella today. Yeah, I was about to say ninety one degrees, but rains Mm. around. So go ahead and take care. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Black and blue. 
I'm Chris Foster of Fox News. Police brutality, especially against African-Americans, is the subject of a House Judiciary Committee hearing today. Set to testify, George Floyd's brother and family lawyer, Benjamin Crump, along with former Secret Service agent and Fox News contributor, Dan Bongino. The hearing comes as some cities consider plans to defund police departments. Democratic Representative James Clyburn pushed back on that idea on Fox's Neil Cavuto. Get rid of the rotten apples. It will ruin the whole barrel. If you don't, the police chief of Houston, Texas, is expected to testify that defunding police could ultimately increase the need for police services in the poorest communities. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. During a peaceful march in Franklin Township, New Jersey, Monday, a group of counter protesters yelled things like Black Lives Matter to no one, with one man pretending to kneel on another's neck to mock how George Floyd died. The man identified as the one doing the kneeling is now fired from his job at FedEx. Another is suspended from his job as a prison corrections officer. It was primary day in five states with some people waiting hours to vote in parts of Nevada with even more problems in Georgia. Many people who voted in Georgia's primary had a really hard time doing it. We got uh, uh, notifications that the machines were not working and that they were going to try to rectify the situation. Then we waited another couple hours after that. Georgia's primary was postponed twice amid concerns about COVID-19. The Georgia Secretary of State, a Republican, says he's investigating problems, but Kamala Harris is already ruling. Voting machines down, limited provisional ballots, hours-long lines. Voter suppression is happening right now across Georgia, particularly in black communities. Fox's Peter Ducey. Hospitals in Arizona are told to reactivate emergency coronavirus plans. Cases and hospitalizations are spiking there and in other southwestern states. America's listening to Fox News. America has never been so divided. Now, David Horowitz's Blitz exposes the media war on President Trump and their secret agenda to stop him. Already a number one bestseller, Mark Levin says Blitz is indispensable. Mike Huckabee says you need it for the 2020 election. Blitz is in bookstores or get the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX. Or go to Blitz411.com. Blitz411.com. Get David Horowitz's Blitz today. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you. From helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. The stepfather of two children missing since last fall was arrested after a police search of his property. Seven-year-old Joshua and 17-year-old Tylee have not been seen since September. Their mother, Lori Vallow, married Chad Daybell right after Chad's wife died also last fall, and they've been under investigation over her death ever since. Lori's been charged with child abandonment and obstructing an investigation, but now after getting a search warrant for Daybell's home, Rexburg Assistant Police Chief Gary Hagan says he's been arrested. The uh, investigators and detectives have recovered what's believed to be human remains that are uh, not identified at this time. Vallow and Daybell are apocalyptic end-of-days believers, and Vallow's former best friend said she was convinced the children were no longer alive. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. South Korea's government announces it will press charges against two activist groups floating anti-North Korean government leaflets and bottles of rice over the border. Those propaganda balloons have been used for years, but South Korean leadership has been trying to promote more cooperation with the North. 
The North Korean government has cut off communications with the South, citing the balloons as a reason. Progress is reported in talks to have a Major League Baseball season. The MLB Players Association offering up an 89-game regular season to the league Tuesday, still in quest of the full prorated salaries they have wanted as part of these negotiations, stemming from a good-faith agreement set back in March. This latest offer follows Major League Baseball's Monday, proposing a 76-game season, but with prorated pay deducted by 25% for each player. Now, these two new proposals are as close as both the league and the union have come in recent weeks to agreeing for a 2020 campaign. At one point, MLB was seeking only a 50-game season, while the MLB Players Union wanted as many as 114 games, including their full prorated salaries. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. The AMC movie theater chain announces plans to reopen its thousand locations next month where it's allowed. Seating will be limited to between 25 and 50 percent capacity. With fewer new movies to see, a lot of big new releases are delayed due to the pandemic. I'm Chris Foster. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Shower activity, 77 degrees. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. A third person has died from complications of a drowning incident on Grand Isle Friday. 33-year-old Terrell Miller of Homa died in a hospital following his attempt to rescue his fiancé's children. Nine-year-old Dalvin Richardson and eight-year-old Devon Richardson. Grand Isle Police Chief Lane Landry says a day of celebration turned tragic in really just an instant. They were out for a day trip. I think they were out there for, I believe it's Devon's birthday. A 12-year-old female relative is expected to make a full recovery. Over the last two weeks, there have been 11 calls for water rescues and four fatalities. In addition to larger crowds, Landry believes that there are some other contributing factors to dangerous conditions. So we're having abnormally high tides. We're having rougher seas than normal with ground swells. And then also the Corps of Engineers is in the process of installing some new breakwaters for beach protection. Landry says he's sending a clear message to beachgoers about being vigilant about rough seas and strong currents. Please wear a Coast Guard approved flotation device when you're in the water. And in the process now, I'm urging them to stay away from the west end of Grand Isle completely and just use other public access points. A 22-year-old man, Marlon Woods, has been arrested and charged with attempted second-degree murder along with illegal use of a dangerous weapon. This was after a shooting last week in Lafayette on Harrison Street. Now, according to the Lafayette Police Department spokesman, Sergeant Wayne Griffin, Woods was apprehended by the Western District of Louisiana's U.S. Marshal Violent Offender Task Force. A person driving by Delta World Tire on Gilbo last night noticed smoke coming from the building and called 911. According to department officials, firefighters got to the scene. They found heavy smoke in the shop. The storage area and a bathroom were the hardest hit in the fire. A spokesperson says after investigating, officials determined a faulty exhaust fan in the bathroom was the cause of that blaze. So it's been ruled accidental. The body found Tuesday morning is being identified as 58-year-old Donnie Joseph Jacobs of Sunset. St. Landry Sheriff's Office Deputy Chief Eddie Thibodeau saying an autopsy will be performed today. More information will likely be released later in the day today. A white police officer has been charged with five counts of malfeasance in office for an incident where he allegedly went into a black teen's hospital room and beat him. 49-year-old Tyron Andropont faces five counts of malfeasance in office after a state police investigation of him for brutality. No more on why Andropont went into the young man's room. 
In other headlines, Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields has filed legislation for police reform and a resolution to create a task force to study police practices. Here's more on the story. We have to have transparency. Fields legislation is not eligible for the current session, but is for upcoming sessions. It includes a duty to intervene provision for officers when they see incorrect procedures, psychological testing for prospective and current officers, and a statewide ban on chokeholds. There's absolutely no reason in 2020 for us to continue to have chokeholds as a part of uh, policies and procedures. A resolution to create a 15-member task force, however, is eligible for the current session. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, a series of bills cutting taxes for Louisiana's businesses is now headed to the House floor. Chairman of the Louisiana Economic Recovery Task Force, Jason DeQueer, says most businesses had to close or were very limited for months. These are businesses who shut their doors to keep us safe. But Shreveport Representative Tammy Phelps says these tax cut bills just keep coming. How much more can we do? Phelps says we can't afford this kind of lost revenue right now, but Lafayette Representative Stuart Bishop says we don't have a choice. There are places that we can fill the gaps and fill the holes. I'm Matt Doyle. Governor John Bell Edwards has signed legislation ending the auto insurance patriot penalty where military personnel who have been deployed overseas return home to higher auto insurance rates. Anyone who is uninsured for six months or more has to pay a higher rate when they return. Alexandria Senator Jay Luno says that has been tough, tough for our armed forces. They were going overseas, and if, if they didn't go through a lot of hoops, then when they got back there and they restarted their insurance because they were back to drive their vehicle, then they had to pay higher rates. Now, in addition, others who drop their insurance for six months or more will still be charged at the higher rate if they're non-military. And Luno says the legislation does not interfere with any other auto insurance benefits that military members may receive. Any discounts that were given to military people otherwise would still be applicable and that they would not be penalized uh, for not having insurance for six months while they were overseas. LSU begins tracking COVID-19 in the wastewater within the sewers of Baton Rouge. Epidemiology. Professor of Civil and Environmental Engineering Dr. John Pardue says when people contract the virus, they are constantly shedding the virus, including into sewage. The amount of virus can be measured at a pumping station, giving an indication of what to expect before people in certain areas become symptomatic. If we were to monitoring an area and saw it really starting to increase, that would give us a warning that there's an outbreak in this area. But is it a dirty job? We're able to manage it without odors. The samples are surprisingly not as bad as you would suspect. I'm Kevin Barnhart. Governor John Bell Edwards says Memorial Day weekend did not result in a significant increase in the transmission of COVID-19. His first theory was that the holiday is usually celebrated outdoors and the weather was great. He then pointed to polling suggesting that most Louisianans have begun practicing a key public safety measure. I was encouraged today by a new LSU survey showing that 62% say that they either always or very often wear face coverings when outside the home. That's an increase from April when only 48% gave that same answer. That poll also showed 76% of respondents agreed that wearing a mask is the responsible thing to do. I'm Matt Doyle. It's coming up now on 812 showers today, which means you need to take your car to the wash tomorrow. Plenty of sunshine, less humidity starting tomorrow and nice through the entire weekend. The wash, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey. That's where you take your vehicle when you want it to shine.
Well, there's no denying that it's been hot and humid here the last couple of days. Stuffy outside in the mornings, but a little bit of relief is on the way in the form of a fast-moving cold front, which is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to the area early on this morning. Should be clearing up by the time most people are heading out the door, and once that does make its way through. We've got sunshine by the end of the day today. Temperatures still work their way up to about 91. So we're still hot this afternoon. Winds from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour, but that drier air will get into the area, which means we'll be more comfortable overnight tonight. Lows going to settle down to around 65 degrees across the region, mid to upper 80s expected through the rest of the work week with plenty of sunshine. In fact, a fairly quiet sort of pleasant forecast here, at least for the summertime anyway, through the rest of this week and into the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Our weather update brought to you by the Jambalaya Shop, 4150 West Congress, across from St. Edmund's Church. Serving up fresh jambalaya, pastalaya, and sides in their convenient drive through carry-out, and delivery. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. We have a report of a road hazard. Jared Drive at Shenandoah Drive in Broussard. That's a road hazard, so some road debris in Broussard. Jared Drive at Shenandoah Drive. We have a report of a fender bender on 90 eastbound near South Eola. That's 90 eastbound near South Eola. Make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there today. It is 816 now at News Talk 96.5. How did it become 816? I feel like I just sat down in the chair and you're like, do this story. Now do this. (laughs) Oh, please. Rob, Rob. I'm like, I'm just a little pony. Leave me alone. Yes. Yes. I hear you. Gosh, that electric. I'll be honest. That electrical malfunction story in the the tire at Delta Delta World Tire Building. Uh I think about that all the time because, you know, sometimes someone uses the restroom and they leave that fan on. Sure. But I mean, that's just like. Anything else, and a lot of times it's right near the ceiling tiles, which sure. are very flammable. I think about that with extension cords, like you know, because you never think. I honestly, shame on me for as much as I like to look into science and experiments and stuff. You know, you go around decorating in your house, so you add some extension cords if you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Never thought, oh my god, you know, you need to compare. Okay, what is the capacity of this extension cord? Well, I learned my lesson. I guess it was about a year ago. I told you that story mm-hmm. about all of a sudden the, the, um, you know, cause we call it ground control, like mission control, yeah. you know, when I'm getting ready <laughs> yes. and stuff. And I still never look that good. So I'm like, why do I take all this effort? But anyway, long story short, the extension cord where it was plugged into, uh, to the curling iron and all that stuff and the blow dryer, it fell on my leg. Wow. And it was super hot, and I thought, oh, my God, it's going to burn me. So I, I flipped it off. You know, I, I, I put it on the floor. Well, and you've also flipped it off, too. Well, I might have flipped it off. <laughs> I might have told it it was number one with yes. one of my fingers. Yes. Uh, I could have pointed at it with my index, but more than likely, there might have been another finger involved. Um, I digest. I mean, digress. Um, so anyway, long story short, I called Alton Trahan because we have this running story about my kitchen. Because years ago... I accidentally somewhat asphyxiated my, myself in my kitchen like 20 years ago. And Alton and I have been laughing about it for years. Ever since, yeah. Um, so I called him and I was like, uh, let me tell you what happened. He's like, burning. It's like, you have to read 
because they they'll print it on the plastic too what the load capacity is. Mm. Yeah, I learned a big lesson that say, day. The load capacity is not always how many things you can have <laughs> Plug plugged into, into it. it. Especially so, because some people like to also daisy chain those things and I, yeah, that have was another, another well, extension cord plugged in. Don't so tell me you did that. I did. So the extension cord that I had was plugged into a six strip outlet. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, I rearranged a bunch of stuff yeah. and I'm not doing it now in the janky way anymore i have used an extension cord a power strip that way uh-huh. to get the extension cord to be like three feet longer okay you and have. that's fair i've seen that in your office that's fair because you're not putting additional load on it you're basically just using it as an extender okay and i get that but here's my question it's like the seat belt on the plane when it won't buckle yeah. you can say can you give me an extender please okay so that power cord that power strip that you have in your office mm-hmm. It runs the length of your desk. Now that one. Are there 20 inputs on there? There are 17. 17. And and usually about half of them are in use. But you know why I like that? Because they're, it's on top of the desk. Because you can see the fire when it starts? Well, I don't have to bend over. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Basically, right at the end of my desk. Right? I'll have to post a picture of it because okay, you're it is my to. favorite. Um, our friend Michael Dot Scott yeah. from 97.3 The Dog, yeah. he was cleaning out his office yeah. and he ended up with two of them and he was never using them. And so I just, I was walking past and I said, hey man, I said, where'd you get that? I need to get that. And he goes, actually, I figured out I had two so you can have it if you want. Sweet. It was the proudest I ever walked down the <laughs> hall ever. Look at my extension cord. It has 17 inputs <laughs> on it. That's not weird at all. You know? Um, so you plug that that strip thing into the socket in your office? It actually goes into a, um, so we have like the uh-huh. surge protect, like the yeah, big the surge, surge protector. protector. So oh, it plugs okay, into gotcha. that. Okay. And then well, that notice, plugs into the wall. Because hmm, we're starting to have a serious issue in the area that I call my little office that mm-hmm. I share with several other Wait, people out what are there. You, you're having a problem with Okay, something? yeah, so we are. So we have uh we have a uh, um you know, the extension cord block. What did I just call it? Power strip. Okay, power strip. Okay, uh-huh. so the power strip has six and then it has a one that has a side, okay? But the problem is that now there are a whole bunch of other computers. You plug that super uh-huh. fly looking thing in there with yes. the wi- wireless keyboard. But and all I that. went straight in, right? Didn't I go straight into the wall? You did. Okay. So the problem is now nobody else can go straight into the wall because all the things going straight into the wall are those big plugs that mm. have bigger mm. cords. And so I have to try to sneak around the desk. And while I have lost weight and I am skinnier, yes. and uh, some days Rob's like, well, she's a little hot. Maybe I'm not skinny plug. enough to squeeze yeah. in there. <laughs> maybe there. See, this is the kind of office stuff you guys probably think we don't deal with, but we just like you. We oh, have yeah. we have we gossip mm-hmm. at the uh, at, the, at water the water cooler. cooler. Mm-hmm. Now you know why my office is right there, and I know everything that goes on. Okay, in this seriously, building. if I ever want to know anything, mm-hmm. okay, not you just let me know. Put in a request. Usually, he's running over to my desk, being like, "Hey, did you hear?" And I'm like. <laughs> Hmm, now, I used to think I knew stuff, but not now. That Rob Kirkpatrick. Okay, mm. let's take a quick break here. Okay. I want to come back and Are I want go to and just. take a picture of my serious situation? Well, I'm going to go look there. and see because if it's There's an like OSHA violation, then I no, need to fix it's it. It's not. It's not that dramatic. <laughs> But okay. there are four of us that do use that office. When we come back, yes. I want to go back to that story you had from St. Landry Parish. Yes. And let's just clarify some parts of it, especially when it comes to all the people involved. And that is that investigation of the officer. 
Gotcha. Who allegedly went into the hospital okay. room. Uh, so we're going to clear that up. Okay. Take a quick break. We'll be back right. with more Acadiana's Morning News after this. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app. Free in the App Store or Google Play. the sunshine in my life, Rob. I you know told what? you that yesterday, too. No one's told me that since December 1st of 2012. Oh, okay. That's kind of rough. Well, it was my wedding day. Oh. But that's oh, the last I, time it's yeah, been Yeah, so now you're married. No one likes each other anymore, well, that's right. right? That's how it works. You know, I have two daughters. Just kidding, Sarah. I have two daughters <laughs> and a wife, and you know, I do my best, okay? Right, okay. Try so to be the- Try to be the cool try dad. To be the cool dad. Try to be the cool dad and, and a good husband. Okay, see, I you're a good, I know you're a good husband. I don't think you try to be the cool dad. I think you try to be the I'm a discipline you dad, but in a cool way. But also try to, you know, I'm always about staying in front. Okay. Yes. I, I want my yes. kids to hear all the truths of life from me. Yes. Before they hear them from their snotty nosed little friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you know what? I was talking to someone yesterday, and they were. Yeah telling me about some conversations they were having with their uh-huh, with their, their kids. kids and i'm like oh my gosh your kids are nine that means i'm only three years, years away, away from, from that. that was that like did it have to do with bumblebees and oh you know well, just all that all that yeah, stuff. all that yeah because kids talk a yeah. lot so you know what a at, lot, but lot, at the end lot. of the day who has who has one complaint about their life that their parents were honest with them too soon you know what i'm saying yeah i see exactly what you're it's saying just, Let's just not make it a thing, you know? Yeah. You know. So, anywho. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know. All, All right. right good. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, sorry about that. Okay. So, um, now we know all the details of Rob's world. Yes. It's 829 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, so if you have comments on the news, uh, you can always give us a call. You call us 232-1542. If you want to email us, you can always do that. News at KPL965.com or Rob at uh, KPL965.com. Why do we write stories the way that we write them? Whatever is reported to us, whether it's by uh, an official agency or a source that we are working with, whatever is included in terms of what the allegations may be, those are the things that we put um, in stories. So uh, just to kind of highlight, you know, kind of how we do what we do. And, you know, there's also the part that, yes, we are reporters, so we have to dig on different things. Yeah. And a lot of times that's knowing that either, A, there's more information that's not being told to us that we mm-hmm. have to push for. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with some really great uh, public information officers in our area. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've worked at other places where the, the flow of information was non-existent well, it was just always very stifled yeah um we don't have that problem from my perspective here and when there is something that we know it's there you know we we maintain these relationships on behalf of you mm-hmm. guys to be able to call and say hey i know that's what is in here but mm-hmm. here is what the family is telling us or right. here is what someone else right. is we're always going to push on that now when it comes to details of a lawsuit 
um, we're going to use what is in the lawsuit. If it's something mm-hmm. that is based on racial claims, well, then the races of the people involved matter. So And so we continue to look into stories, too, because, you know, sometimes stories may happen and it's, you know, this particular set. But what were the all of the details in context? And sometimes it takes a while to get people who will speak with you on the record. Very interesting. So look, a little look behind be the curtain on yeah. uh, Bernie's world. And you know what? It takes all day long. A lot of phone calls, a lot of messages mm-hmm. left, a lot of return mm-hmm. phone calls, we hope. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's just the process. And so, we bring it to you every morning. And I'm just going to tell you, if you call late at night and my husband picks up the phone, I would suggest that you just say, um, hey, I'll call her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's 831. Bernie's headlines are coming up. You're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon. Next on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. Started the day out at 80 degrees, dropping to 77. That humidity throughout the day is going to continue to go away and we'll have much better temperatures throughout the weekend. Well, Confederate monuments are coming down in Jacksonville, Florida, following weeks of demonstrations starting after the death of George Floyd. Here's Fox's Eben Brown with the story. A statue memorializing Confederate soldiers has been torn down off its pedestal in Jacksonville, Florida's Hemming Park on orders of Republican Mayor Lenny Curry. We need to heal. We've got a lot of work to do. We've got to find a way to come together. And it's not going to be easy. I'm just here to walk with people and let them know their voices are heard and then take action. Curry is also having 10 other monuments and markers around Jacksonville taken down. The statue in the park has stood since 1898 in Broward County, Florida. Evan Brown, Fox News. The House Judiciary Committee is holding a hearing today on police brutality. The hearing comes as a response to the protests over George Floyd. And according to Fox's Griff Jenkins, he's got more details now on what New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is saying about defunding the police in light of the protests. As lawmakers tackle this racial profiling and police brutality debate, AOC, who takes that defund the police slogan pretty literal, is speaking out already. What a lot of folks are talking about um, when it comes into this movement is that they're asking for the same budget priorities that many affluent suburbs already have. And it may sound strange, but uh, many affluent suburbs have essentially already begun pursuing a defunding of the police. Now, I know all 12 witnesses will appear today. Of course, George Floyd's brother, Phil Anise, as well as the family's attorney, Benjamin Crump, who decries and prepared remarks what he calls the Brotherhood of Police Officers, which fosters systemic racism and abuse. The hearing today comes after Congressional Democrats introduced a sweeping reform bill that aims to increase police accountability and transparency. The hearing will examine racial profiling, police brutality, and the relationship between the police and communities that they are meant to protect. The retired St. Louis police captain killed during a riot will be laid to rest later today. Here's Fox's Todd Pyro with more on the story. David Dorn was shot and killed by a looter while working security at a friend's pawn shop. That private funeral is set for later today. But last night, hundreds came to show their respects to the man that served and protected St. Louis for 38 years. If you were looking for a man of faith, a man of joy, um, and a man of leadership, that was Officer Dorn. 
Missouri Governor Mike Parson also came to pay his respects, presenting Doran's family with a plaque in the officer's honor. 24-year-old Stefan Cannon is charged in Doran's murder. Doran's death came the same night that four officers were shot and 55 businesses burglarized or damaged in St. Louis. And the retired St. Louis police captain was trying to save his friend's business. Twitter will recognize the day that marks the end of slavery as a company holiday. Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey says both companies will honor Juneteenth as a holiday in the U.S. The day marks Union General Gordon Granger arriving in Texas in 1865, declaring the Civil War and slavery over. It's celebrated on June 19th. Dorsey made the announcement on Twitter, saying the day will be for celebration, education, and connection. Vox Media also decided this week to observe Juneteenth as a company holiday. Tobacco company Altria Group decided last week to celebrate Juneteenth this year as a corporate holiday. Jenny Kosola, Fox News. There, so that the accused killer of George Floyd was in talks to plead guilty the day before his arrest. Tom Linden with Fox 9 in Minneapolis has details. Federal and state prosecutors were trying to strike a deal in which Chauvin would plead guilty to a combination of federal civil rights and state murder charges. A spokesperson for the Hennepin County Attorney's Office confirms there were early negotiations with the defendant between the Hennepin County Attorney's Office and the U.S. Attorney. Ultimately, those negotiations failed. How and why the deal fell apart and who walked away is still unclear. That's Tom Linden with Minneapolis's Channel 9. The outrage over George Floyd's death is driving a popular cable TV show off the air. Fox's Jack Callahan has more on the story. The Paramount Network temporarily pulled cops from its lineup a couple of weeks ago. Now the network says the show is not coming back. It's not clear if Langley Productions will try and find a new home for the show, which has run 33 seasons, the first 25 of them on the Fox Broadcast Network. A&E has decided not to wear new episodes of Live PD for now, which also follows police officers on the job. But Live PD host Dan Abrams tweeting, that show will return, but it's not clear when. Jack Callahan, Fox News. In other national news, the World Health Organization clarifying comments that they made about the transmission of coronavirus. Che Yanks has the story. After claiming that asymptomatic carriers of COVID-19 aren't likely to spread the disease, the World Health Organization updated their comments yesterday, saying those that aren't displaying symptoms could actually be spreading this disease up to 40% of those people, according to some studies. In the latest in series of missteps by the World Health Organization, this time by the group's infectious disease epidemiologist, Dr. Maria Van Kirkhoff. She added that there have been a number of misunderstandings about her initial comments and that she was only referring to a set of sub-studies. In other headlines today, some members of the Washington, D.C. National Guard have tested positive for coronavirus. A spokeswoman for the D.C. National Guard isn't saying how many troops have been infected, but U.S. officials say they believe it's not a large number. About 1,300 Guard members were called up to help law enforcement respond to protests in the wake of the murder of George Floyd. They were screened for COVID-19 prior to arriving to help with the demonstrations. Some of them wore protective equipment, but most were not wearing masks and social distancing was not adhered to among the huge crowds. D.C. troops were among some 5,000 Guard members in the nation's capital and were joined by other Guard members from 11 states. 
Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Well, a major electronics and appliance chain is about to reopen for shopping. Fox's Jenny Casola has more on the story. Best Buy is bringing back 9,000 workers and will be allowing a limited number of customers inside most of its stores without an appointment. The reopening is starting on Monday. The returning workers were previously furloughed or were part-time. Shoppers will be restricted to 25% of capacity, which could mean 60 people in a store, depending on size. Stores will have signs to help customers and employees maintain six feet of distance. Best Buy's in-home installations and repairs are also resuming with some restrictions. Ginny Cosilda, Fox News. Attorney General Barr is sounding off after findings on the Durham probe. This is the investigation into the investigators. Attorney General Barr telling Fox News' Brett Baer in that exclusive interview, expect to recognize some of the names surfacing as a result of U.S. Attorney John Durham's probe into federal surveillance abuses. I've publicly made clear that this does not uh, involve uh, looking at President Obama or, uh, or Vice President Biden. What names we would be familiar with? Some of them. I'm very troubled by, by, by what has been called to my attention so far, but I'm not going to uh, characterize it beyond that. Barr wouldn't name names or give a timeline for releasing the findings, but says that even with the disruption of COVID and the closure of the court system, the Durham team has been aggressively moving forward. Republican Party leaders are reportedly ready to decide to move the location of their upcoming national convention out of Charlotte due to the ongoing COVID-19 restrictions in the city and even out of North Carolina, of course. The RNC is said to be eyeing a Florida destination. The Washington Post says the Republicans are very close to announcing they'll move this year's national convention out of Charlotte to Jacksonville, Florida. All of this is due to coronavirus rules against large gatherings remaining in effect in North Carolina. Florida has been easing those restrictions. A GOP source tells Fox News the party is close to making the decision, but they've been considering a handful of other cities. And party officials are visiting Dallas tomorrow. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News. Voters in five states cast primary ballots yesterday with the Democratic Senate primary in Georgia too early to call and results not in from Nevada. Here's Fox's Carmen Roberts with results from some of the other races. Former Vice President Joe Biden won the Democratic presidential primaries in West Virginia and Georgia. Both elections delayed over concerns about spreading the coronavirus. Voters in Georgia endured long lines and equipment failures as they showed up to vote in person despite being urged to vote by mail. Two incumbent Republican governors won their primaries. Governor Jim Justice in West Virginia will face off against Democrat Ben Salango in November. And Governor Doug Burgum in North Dakota, who's favored to defeat Democratic newcomer Shelley Lenz. Republican incumbent Senators Lindsey Graham in South Carolina and Shelley Moore Capito in West Virginia won their primaries. Capito will face Democrat Paula Jean Swearingen this fall. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. And she says in Georgia, candidates must win with more than 50% of the vote to avoid a runoff. With 92% of the votes counted, Democrat John Ossoff has 49% of the vote. The five states that held the primaries, Georgia, West Virginia, Nevada, North Dakota, and South Carolina. A Harvard professor who has been accused of lying about his ties to China has now been indicted. Charles Lieber, who is the former chair of Harvard's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology, says he's the victim, not the perpetrator. He was arrested in January and accused of hiding his involvement in China's Thousand Talents Plan, which is a program that recruits people with knowledge of foreign technology and intellectual property. 
Officials say he was paid $50,000 a month by the Wuhan University of Technology in China and given more than a million and a half dollars to establish a research lab there. In exchange, prosecutors say he agreed to apply for patents and do other work for the school. He was indicted by a grand jury on two counts of making false statements to authorities. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Our news update brought to you by the folks over at The Wash. At 1212 Ambassador Caffrey, clean up your car. Make your vehicle sparkle. The Wash on Ambassador Caffrey right next to Service Chevrolet. A fast-moving front is going to bring some showers and thunderstorms to Acadiana early on this morning. We'll be cleared up by the time most people are heading out the door early on today. What we'll see is the skies gradually clearing out through the afternoon. Highs still get up to around 91 degrees. Lows tonight, though, down to around 65. We've got cooler, drier air on the way that's going to be coming in with fairly brisk breeze from the north at about 8 to 12 miles an hour, staying pleasant here through the rest of the work week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips. On News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, 77 degrees here at the KPL studios. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. No crashes, no breakdowns to worry about right now. Hey, make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. G. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. In a random act of journalism, the Los Angeles Times looked into the multi-billion dollar high-speed bullet train that is supposed to fight global warming if it ever gets built and if anybody bothers to ride the thing. The high-speed train is years behind schedule. Just since 2018, the cost has jumped from $64 billion to $77 billion. More delays and cost overruns are coming. It's not even factoring in the coronavirus to it. Among the problems, the LA Times reports, is the operating culture at the Building Services Consultancy for the Train, a global company called WSP. Now, allegedly, employees who tell the truth about problems with the California train project are told to shut up and tow the company line. If they don't, they face the coronavirus. A top executive brought into work on the project says the people in charge have no technical background. They never disclose the real costs and they don't tell the real truth. There's just a bunch of politicians. And this expert says the best thing that can be done with California's high-speed train is to cancel all the contracts and start over. Now, for years, I've told you this high-speed train's a train to nowhere, never was a good idea, and it'll never be a good idea. The smartest thing to do after canceling all the contracts would be to scrub the whole project and blame it on the coronavirus. Folks, it is once again my privilege to join Mahindra in honoring those who have so bravely served our country. It's time for the seventh annual Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. To celebrate our Independence Day, the 4th of July, we will randomly select one deserving service member to receive a new Mahindra 4540 four-wheel drive tractor. It's a real deal. Tough as nails. Compact utility tractor with an impressive loader and three-point lift capacities. So help us find a brave American to receive this rugged Mahindra. To nominate somebody who is active duty or a veteran of the military, and to get official rules, visit RushLimbaugh.com and look for the Mahindra Military Salute Giveaway. Thanks to Mahindra, the official tractor of tough. And God bless all of you who protect our freedom. Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Longland A Tractor in Abbeville. 
or visit longlinetractor.com. That's longlinetractor.com. us on the phone um, from by talent and you know people can get involved it's not too late and uh, you guys are taking all the precautions necessary um, in the face of COVID-19 and that recovery yes yes we are we uh, you know blood donation has always been a safe thing to do and even before this we you know by talent has done a lot of uh, standard practices to keep the donor safe but we have stepped up our game even further we are trying to uh, abide by social distancing measures, so we're requiring face masks for our donors as well as our staff, as well as even uh, encouraging donors to make appointments so we can really uh, handle stratifying you know, donors in our uh, donor booths and everything like that. So this you know, whole need happened, you know, when you start to look, the need was already there before. Okay? We were already in a situation in January and February Um, We always talk to Mitzi around Mardi Gras because people just get busy and they go in different places, yet you usually have an uptick in accidents, maybe a need for blood, and of course those regular surgeries. So then we get into the time of COVID-19. We have some of the shutdowns happening. We have those non-essential surgeries put on hold. Um, Other things, you know, happening in the hospitals where the focus is really just, you know, on COVID-19 patients. And... It's not that the blood need goes goes away, but you have even fewer people donating. So now's the time to really kind of ramp that up and get back into that process and that habit of donating. Correct. You know, blood is always needed year round, every day, every minute, every second, basically. And uh, with the summer months, you know, everybody's been cooped up for the last three or four months now because of the coronavirus. And people are ready to get out. And unfortunately, when people get out, accidents do happen. And with that causes an increased need for blood. You know, since, since uh, some of the shutdowns have been let up, we have seen an increase in blood usage by over 25%. Now, couple that with our normal drop in 20% on blood donations about this time, you can already see how that, you know, the dire need for blood right now. So um, I want to give out some information here. Um, and this is from the website Vitalent.org, where you can search the Lafayette, Louisiana Donation Center. The hours today right here on Bertrand Drive. If you want to put it in your phone, it's 1503 Bertrand Drive. And today's hours, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can also schedule an appointment. Um, at, you can call this number. Okay, Get that pin handy. 877-258-4825. That's 877 877- Two five eight four eight two five, or find more information at bloodhero.com. Gosh, anything you want to leave us with, Jared, we just have to encourage people, especially the younger folks, mm-hmm. to go there and donate it and start to make it a habit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and another thing that uh, my talent is doing now in the midst of the coronavirus, we are testing for coronavirus antibodies. Oh. Um, not that, not whether or not you actually have the virus, mm-hmm. but we are testing for antibodies. So anybody who is interested, if you complete a successful blood donation, your blood will be tested for that, and you will get those results on your uh, donor profile. 
Well, that's so that very is a interesting. service that you know by talent is being able to offer. That's cool. And you yeah. know, there are a lot of people who have who you know are even talking amongst friends, like, "Hey, have you had the antibody test? I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it." What you happened, kind of kill you know? two birds with one stone and and do and this while you're giving deed. back. I know. Or several. Pretty cool. Exactly. All right, Jared Lewin from Vitalent. Thank you so much for your time today. Again, you can find more information at bloodhero.com. The very latest on your way into work. Every morning. Rob and Bernie on Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. You may have been paying less for things last month. The Consumer Price Index declined one-tenth of a percent in May. Prices were lower for gasoline and clothing, though food costs more. Over the past year, prices are up just one-tenth of a percent. Delta Airlines is seeing business pick up. It's added 100 additional domestic flights this month and hopes to rebuild its schedule in the fall as demand improves. Ford and Volkswagen will be working together to make electric cars cars, commercial vehicles, and autonomous driving. An electric F-150 pickup and transit van will be available in two years. Clothing company Guess lost money in its recent quarter, and it's predicting the global pandemic will have an impact on the company into next year. It is seeing encouraging sales numbers at reopened stores. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for... Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge. Lafayette. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. Right now, 77 degrees here at KPL. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Derek Chauvin, the accused killer of George Floyd, was in talks to plead guilty the day before his arrest. Tom Lydon with Fox 9 in Minneapolis has more details. Federal and state prosecutors were trying to strike a deal in which Chauvin would plead guilty to a combination of federal civil rights and state murder charges. A spokesperson for the Hennepin County Attorney's Office confirms there were early negotiations with the defendant between the Hennepin County Attorney's Office and the U.S. Attorney. Ultimately, those negotiations failed. How and why the deal fell apart and who walked away is still unclear. That's Tom Lydon reporting from a Fox affiliate in Minneapolis. The House will hold a hearing today on police brutality. It'll be a combination of virtual and in-person testimony. The police brutality hearing seeks to examine the crisis of racial profiling, police brutality, and lost trust between police departments. The White House is working with Senator Tim Scott to develop a GOP response to the Democrats' police reform bill. Democrats are aiming to bring their police reform package to the House floor in about two weeks that would ban chokeholds and create a national police misconduct registry, among other reforms. Now, for today's House hearing, Democrats 
Democrats have recommended nine witnesses, Republicans three. Among the expected witnesses, Pastor Daryl Scott, a member of President Trump's transition team, George Floyd's brother, and Benjamin Crump, attorney to the Floyd family. Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields has filed legislation for police reform and a resolution to create a task force to study police practices. We have to have transparency. Fields legislation is not eligible for the current session, but is for upcoming sessions. It includes a duty to intervene provision for officers when they see incorrect procedures, psychological testing for prospective and current officers, and a statewide ban on chokeholds. There's absolutely no reason in 2020 for us to continue to have chokeholds as a part of uh, policies and procedures. A resolution to create a 15-member task force, however, is eligible for the current session. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Well, a third person has died from complications of a drowning incident in Grand Isle Friday. 33-year-old Terrell Miller of Homa died in a hospital following his attempt to rescue his fiance's children, 9-year-old Dalvin Richardson and 8-year-old Devon Richardson. Grand Isle Police Chief Lane Landry says a day of celebration turned tragic in an instant. They were out for a day trip. I think they were out there for, I believe it's Devon's birthday. Now, over the last two weeks, there have been 11 calls for water rescues and four fatalities. In addition to larger crowds, Landry believes there are some other contributing factors to dangerous conditions. So we're having abnormally high tides. We're having rougher seas than normal with ground swells. And then also the Corps of Engineers have in the process of installing some new breakwaters for beach protection. And Landry says they're sending a clear message to beachgoers about being vigilant of rough seas and strong currents. Please wear a Coast Guard approved flotation device when you're in the water. And in the process now, I'm urging them to stay away away from the west end of Grand Isle completely and just use other public access points. Now, a 12-year-old female relative who was also rescued is expected to make a full recovery. Weather for today, the showers clearing out now in most parts of Acadiana. We'll have a high at 91 degrees and then clear and comfortable tonight. An overnight low at 65. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. And the news is good on traffic right now. No crashes, no breakdowns. Make sure you're buckling up. Keeping it safe out there today.